This is something I doubt That I care too much about I realize that's fair Nevertheless, we're going on air I started doing a podcasting show I turned down, down, down as the voices began to blow It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio In the studio Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast, Things You Think You Don't Care About by Average Joe's Media. I am the Average Joe Boo, and this show is presented by the Home Buying Guys. Hey guys, Lance here. Adam here. We're the Home Buying Guys, and we are so excited to be sponsoring this season of the Average Joe's Podcast. Things you think you don't care about. Tell people who the home buying guys are. Yeah, so we do everything real estate in Dallas-Fort Worth. We can uh, make cash offers on homes. We sell houses on MLS for homeowners. We do remodeling. Uh, we do design work. We do everything that you can think of real estate related. Buying, selling, helping, fixing, flipping, buying, holding, cash, wholesale offers. We got you covered. If you have any questions, please keep following along with the Average Joes and the home buying guys. Thank you. Okay, guys, so we're here back with a couple repeat guests. Courtney Farrell, how you doing, bud? I'm doing great, thank you. Good, man, glad you came. Chris Moyer, how you doing, bud? I'm good. Always good to have you guys. Uh, first thing, uh, this is something we forgot to do last episode. Uh, Jaybird brought us some uh, Vessi Ranch cinnamon muffins. Mm. Vessi Ranch cinnamon muffins. They're out of Winsboro, Texas. Their phone number is 417-880-6173. These may contain eggs, nuts, peanut, milk, or wheat. Okay, so in case you uh, have any allergens, you know, would y'all like to try one? Absolutely. I'm allergic to all those things. Shut it down. Just looking at you, I can tell you're not allergic to any of them. That's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) All right. Hey, while you're doing that, I just wanted to say something real quick. Wish I would have met the home buying guys. Uh, a couple of years ago when yeah. I was uh, trying to sell a property to investors and it was uh, it was a mess dealing with wholesalers. So uh, don't try to do that on your own. Call the home buying guys. They'll help you out. So don't don't sell a house on your own. Even if you're just trying to do it wholesale, don't try to do it on your own. Get to realtors. That's go right. through the whole home buying process, whether you're selling to an investment property company or you're listing it. That's what you're saying. There you go. Okay. Uh, what do you think? At first, I thought you were saying there's ranch in these. No, no. Did I say ranch? Oh no, Vessi Vessi Ranch is the name of, of the, the place. place. Yeah, yeah. This is this is this is very good. Uh, just a little taste, a little taste here. This is very good. Get you some of that. Mm. Oh, know. reminds me of the world's best cereal, cinnamon toast crunch. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. It's like a layer of cinnamon sugar on top of that. Yeah, get your mind right. Goodness gracious! Mm-hmm. Anybody got a? Insulin shot. I can't feel my legs. Metaformin, maybe. Man, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Man, those are good. <coughs> Bessie Ranch. I might break out the uh, the cinnamon roll 
cake. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Yeah. I think I'm one and done here. Mm-hmm. I don't think you are. <laughs> I gotta be. You came from Chili's. I, I, I gotta I be. I don't think you're done yet. Mm. Mm. Wash that down. Wash her down. Uh, all right, so today, um, last time Chris and Courtney were here, uh, we had a pretty good episode. Uh, I believe it was the episode where we had the uh, glasses uh, that you couldn't see anything, and we were trying to give hints and clues to guess uh, whatever the, the thing was. Uh, and then after the episode, we proceeded to have like a two-and-a-half-hour conversation. I may be exaggerating a little bit, but the three of us sat down talked, and we had this discussion that lasted just, I mean, way too late. It was a while. For it to be, number one, a school night. We had to go to school the next day. Uh, you have a little bit of a drive ahead of you, Chris. You're just right around the corner, which is good. But, uh, I mean, it it was too much of a conversation without the mics being on, in my opinion. <clears throat> so, uh, and it was, you know, it was hot-button issues. Hot-button political, uh, cultural, um, educational, economic. I mean, it was all kinds of stuff. We We threw in all kinds of things because, number one... One issue always led into another. And so the conversation just kept going. So we're gonna not going to recreate it, but we're just going to... There's been new information that's, been, that's come out since that conversation. There's been uh, new details of information we had back then that's come out. All kinds of things that uh, we're just going to kind of discuss. So, first... First thing we want to talk about, we're just gonna we're just gonna start off start off with the A bomb here. Trump Biden. Uh first of all, I don't care who you voted for. Joe Biden's a train wreck. He's a PR nightmare. Agreed. He, he does not know how to speak. He doesn't know how to process thoughts. He doesn't know how to come up with his own uh, his own speech for the Coast Guard or the, the Naval Academy graduates or whatever, and then he proceeds to call them dull because they didn't get the joke that he didn't tell right, right? Uh, he, he trips going up the stairs, not once, nay, 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 not twice, oh no, three times going up these stairs. Into Air Force One. Uh, I mean, he's a train wreck. He's a PR nightmare. Uh, there's all kinds of things going on right now. What are some things that are either bothering you or uh, you see that just kind of blow your mind? Either one of you. I guess for me, what other job would he be able to go and apply for and get a job within our society, much less being the... <laughs> Leader of the free world. So, so you're telling me if somebody, if he just set up for some interview, any any company in the world, IBM is that still a company? They still around? Sure. Yeah. He's going to be a he goes assistant to, vice president for advertising. IBM. Okay. Does he get that job? No. 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 Uh, no. First of all, IBM does a lot of processing, and he can't process well, one thing. So, uh, you know who would hire him is Starbucks because they support everything he stands for. 
Do they? I haven't noticed anything. I don't go to Starbucks. <laughs> I am anti-coffee. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't like coffee either, but, yeah. you know, Starbucks is very political in their, you know. In, in, the, in what they push? Yeah. Okay. So are, they're, they they're left, very, are they left-leaning? Yes. Very far. Okay. Very, very, very Well, far. yeah, they cater to the millennial generation that can't live without them. Like, you take all the Starbucks away from every corner in the United States, the kids that are somewhere in the ballpark of, I don't know, 16 to 24 do not know what to do. Like, they can't make their own cup of coffee. That's true. Don't they have the pods where you literally put it in and press a button and there's your coffee there? Hold on. Carry the two. (laughs) Yes. Which button, Mom? Which button? Which button? The one that says start. Wait, what do you mean I have to put water in this thing? Whoa, 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 whoa. When I go to Starbucks, I don't have to put water in anything. When I close it, is it supposed to click? (laughs) Is it supposed to click? uh, When I, I, I take this thing out and it leaks. Well, it had to poke a hole in it, big dog. Like, how do you Yikes. expect to get the stuff out of it? No, listen, these these kids can't make their own cup of coffee, which, number one, is like every entry-level job requirement. You need to be able to make a cup of coffee and go on a like a like a bagel run or a donuts run or go get lunch for the office or something. You know, yeah, you're using a company card, most likely. Nobody's going to put that on your dime, but uh, coffee. Fill her up with some water. Press a button. Wait, which I, maybe wait is the is the step that they can't handle. Yeah. Right. Starbucks. You you tell them the only wait is to drive up to the window, and when that's belabored, all hell breaks loose. Heaven lives. forbid. Right. But they but it's ready when you get to the when you get to the window. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, no, he wouldn't be he wouldn't be up for any job. Uh, his qualifications. I don't know how they kept him where they're at. Uh, but you know, there's a lot of things that, that people don't want to bring up from his past that, oh, yeah. because at that point he'll have to be held accountable for those things. Mm-hmm. No. Why? Oh yeah. We're in the, we're in a society right now of lack pivoted. of accountability. He pivoted. That's all. He pivoted. That's don't right. You pivot? Have you pivoted lately? That's right. Yeah. Like don't the, pivot. like the episode of friends pivot, pivot. Yeah. Pivot. 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 <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know he's he's not even allowed to answer questions. No, like, you do know why, he, right? he literally well because he doesn't know how to process questions. But he literally said multiple times people would ask him questions and he would say, "Oh, I, I can't answer that. I'll get in trouble." Literally, oh, he dude. said it multiple times. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, he literally said, "I'll get in trouble." I saw, <clears throat> I saw the uh, the video conference that got cut off when he's like. And yeah, Nance, I'm here to take questions. Yeah. And then, yeah. <laughs> like whoever's in the background, like, nope, not doing that one. Not Speaking of conference, it took him 64 days to do his first press conference, which is the longest in over 100 years of any president. It's because he was trying to he was rehearse. Trying to take a nap. Well, he yeah, he had, to, he had to learn it and took him 64 days. Yeah, he, he took takes his naps. He has to learn the words by and has to try to memorize them, but people with dementia cannot memorize that much text. Uh, he has notebooks like a press secretary whenever he's given a, any kind of a conference. Uh, I mean, this he's, a tr- he's the only person on a Zoom call wearing a mask <laughs> uh, on the Zoom call. I bet call. You that joint was massive, too. I bet it was like freaking from temple to temple. 
Oh, you saw maybe a slit oh, yeah. in his eyes just at the very top of it. But did, I mean, like up to here. I don't know if you've seen it, but nobody else, no other country leader, was wearing a mask. He was the only one. Yeah, virtue signaling. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's I believe what old Jen Psaki said about it. Uh, we want to send the message to the world that we're taking the precautions. Like he's in a room twenty five feet away from anybody because he's in front of a computer. Yeah. Or or his own uh, camera or whatever, and they're behind the scenes, you know, making sure that it he does what stays he's on. To do. Hit the dump button when need be. Right. Uh, hit the oop technical difficulties button. <laughs> Stand by. DC's. You know, yeah. We're, we're oh, and you know, Jen Saki's on her way out, right? She better be. She. So she's already announced. She's, I can't she's gonna circle back. In a we're gonna circle back. She's to leaving or something like that, dude. She's so she I, can't handle the heat. She's, I, she's getting out of the kitchen. I'm gonna be 100 percent transparent. Oh, I good. never really gave a crap about any of this. Yeah. Until Trump was president. Yep. I'm, I'm just being honest. Like, I just didn't. Um, and maybe it was my age. I mean, so when he became president, I was, let's see, how old am I now? So I was like 35, 34, whatever it was. Uh-huh. And so, like, 40. I guess at that point, I just actually started caring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's crazy because I watched a lot of the press conferences with uh, uh, Kaylee McEnany and, and, uh, Sarah before her mm-hmm. and it's like people would ask questions and they actually like knew the answer like yeah. they would just answer the question you know yeah. whatever and then you watch with Jen Psaki and she doesn't know anything she's no. it's, it's like watching a younger version of Biden up there she has she, circle back she yeah she's like well let's put a pin in that yeah and uh let's move on to something else oh wait I don't know the answer to that one either I would tell you that I actually <laughs> applauded her one day because she said I don't know the answer to that uh, but I will go find it for the first time ever, she admitted she did not know the answer to a specific question, and she said she would go find it. Now, I didn't follow through to see if she actually found the answer to it on the next press conference whenever it was inevitably re-asked or whatever, but I saw this wasn't terribly long ago, but she, I think she kind of threw the white flag up a little bit. It was like, listen, guys, you're asking me one too many questions. I don't know this one. I'm going to see what I can find out, but I don't know it. And I'm like, that's way better than the circle back. Because you never the circle, circle back. back, the circle back is uh, is just a way to get everybody off of your back. Mm-hmm. The at least the I don't know is a transparent. Okay, you know I, I I don't I'm not privy to that information quite yet, or I missed some details and I don't want to get it wrong or whatever. It's it's at least owning the answer to the question when you don't know it. You know, but the other, the circle back is just, is complete avoidance and all that other stuff. And the reason why she has to avoid it is because there's no way to answer it right. Well, and while we're expanding within the Biden administration, what about uh, Miss Kamala Harris? So, uh, ambassador for the uh, border crisis uh-huh. who has yet to visit the border. Right. Um, who, I'm, I'm not really sure what her end game is I don't, I don't know what her process nobody knows what she's going to do to try to make this work right uh apparently she cackles at very inopportune awkward moments mm-hmm. uh and she also had a, a flub and I, i'd have to go back and look it up but when addressing some military uh a group of military uh she you know made some offhanded comment that didn't go over very well uh-huh. and, i saw uh, that one too i don't know i just i it just seems like with this administration, these things keep happening over and over and over and over. And again, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention before Trump, but I didn't see stuff like this so, back then. Right. So my deal is the Trump administration stopped me from watching the news. 
because it was everything. Amen. Everything about him was was some spin on it was absolutely ridiculous. Yes, or just uh, just daggers at him. I mean, just I'd say both ways though. I think that when he, you know, when he could have done better, there's always excuse made, and he, he's somebody's out to get him. Right. But then on the other side of the coin, they perpetuate that with the nonsense that they would pursue. Right. Absolutely. When people are actually out to get you, though, then it's, you know, it's a little bit. But no, I, were, the I, media I was relentless about trying to get Trump out of office or trying to spin him in such a way that was so negative that that's what made me turn the news off. That's what made me start looking at Instagram feed and stuff and looking at articles and then researching some stuff. Um, and was he the best president ever? Not at all. But. Did he do good things? He did. Did he... But were they reported wide scale? No. So, you know... Okay. Was his bad... Was his was his past or maybe comments made overshadowing any of the well, good that he, he did? Because he hurt people's feelings. Right. They don't like that. Right. It's cancel culture. <clears throat> so he it, was it the president matter. during the boom of cancel culture. And unfortunately, because he's a businessman and because he's straightforward to the point, wants to get things done... It's not. It doesn't come across very good to anybody that is in the cancel culture mentality. Therefore, he was targeted big time. And so, listen, uh, I still didn't keep up with all the stuff that the president did or didn't do, or the accomplishments that the presidents do or don't. Like I, I didn't do that during the uh, during Obama, uh, during George W. I haven't done it right now. Well, with Biden. you wouldn't have anything on the list. That's so. true, but I guess my point is is that uh, I never pay. I didn't. I still don't know a whole lot of the stuff that they accomplish. However, I have seen several things that uh, that Trump did more for the black community than any president before him since Lincoln. Since Lincoln. Since who? Lincoln. Which even still. Uh, no. there's, there's arguments on both sides of that. Uh, but we were used as a pawn in that, in that era. I, right. So, but at the same time, uh, that was a step in a direction that was desired. Would you agree with that? In a sense, I think a lot of, uh, you know, the people he surrounded himself with were people trying to work towards that. Uh-huh. That's why I think it's so crazy with a democracy. Like we vote for the figurehead or the face. Uh-huh. We have no say so about the cabinet surrounds him. Like even with Trump, he says he's going to drain the swamp. How yeah. is that drain? You pretty much had young Bush's people around you. That's the opposite yeah. of yeah. draining the swamp. You're, yeah, you're just you're just jumping into it. Both feet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I completely agree with that. I think every every executive position, every uh, legislative position, every judicial position should be voted on by the people if we're a democracy i can i can appreciate the the president or some figures having some input or having some say so the bigger hammer so to speak right the gavel to say yes or no but right Uh, but that would be as far as their nomination is concerned not as far as their appointment yeah but but how far does that go right so in other words here's the here's the problem with that is most of us barely pay attention to the presidential debates and do enough research to even vote. I not, I don't even want to say confidently, but just uh, with any competently 
for president. Nevertheless, Congress, nevertheless, judges and then cabinet members and then whatever. You, you so would, it's not. It's going to be throwing me, darts at a at a board as far as who gets picked. So to me, I can understand having it set up where you elect people mm-hmm. that then get to make those decisions, ideally based on the ideals that you elected that individual for. That's fair. <clears throat> I would say it's more along the lines of the opportunity for a vote should be there. Like it, we had, there is zero say by the people outside of the person who's appointing said cabinet members. But that's kind of the whole point, right? So, because here's the deal. Is it? Well, I mean, it shouldn't be. Well, it is. Because so, those are people who have the most influence and have more of a vote than the actual constituents. Well, okay. So let's, so let's look and at it this no, way. We have no say so on whether they have access to the president and they're helping them and develop policies in that nature. Well, so let's look at it this way, right? So Biden got what he wanted, which historically doesn't last longer than two years anyways. But Biden got what he wanted in a completely democratic Congress. Democratic, Biden, Democrat, everything. So, but most of the time it's mixed. So imagine you've got a Republican, and I'm just going to use Republican and Democrat. You've got a Republican president, but half his cabinet is Democrat because they were voted in by other people. He'll never get anything done, ever. Uh, the cabinet has <coughs> nothing to do with him getting stuff done, they, but Congress does. Well, then why are you worried about the cabinet? You just said they have, so. right. You just said they have a, a drastic influence on what gets done. Well, if you're going to institute so, something like that, obviously it would be timed out when the president left. You have to go through the same. No, no, no I know. But my cabinet. point, but my point is, is that with elections, positions are mixed. You're going to have democratic states that have democratic senators and, and, and house of rep, you know, representatives in the house. And you're going to have all those things. So then what do you do with the cabinet? So then now all of a sudden you end up with uh, uh, two or three democratic and two or three uh, Republican cabinet members, the cabinet can't get on the same page. The cabinet can't work with the president. Like it, it there's only so much <clears throat> so, that you can do. So I would argue that in the same way that the Senate and the house debate stuff before things are taken to a vote, that's what would happen in a cabinet where it's voted on, where the president ultimately does have the final say about what, what direction he goes because those are advisors, ultimately. Um, so I personally would have to I, I would have to familiarize myself with those processes more. But based on anything I've ever seen in any movies or anything that I've ever really read, mm-hmm. it seems like they have to make decisions a lot of the time fairly quickly. Yeah. And I don't know that having a divided house. I mean, you're always going to have somebody who doesn't agree with what everybody's doing. Nobody, not everybody's going to agree with everything, but. Having a, a divided house, especially you know politically divided house, mm-hmm. um, I, I I could just see resulting in in uh, just things not getting done. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't. I've never been in a cabinet meeting, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, Thank God. But I mean, in, in my opinion, you know, Americans versus citizens united. Like I think that's where we kind of went astray because. Even with the senators and the congressmen, like they're going to be accountable to those who get them in office. Mm-hmm. It's no longer the small donations; it's the super PAC. So realistically, right. we're just 
casting a vote, we really have no say so. That's honestly. true. That's that's how. Well, it's, it's not entirely it, true. It, it might, so, it, well, because because look at our media, look at look, look at our society. People could throw money at it, but that doesn't that's all you that need. doesn't bring votes. If I, yeah, of course it does. Yes, it does. Of course it does. Yeah. Social media campaign, door to door, the street team, all that. It doesn't matter. I, I'm gonna. T- I, I, I had a conversation with a, a guy I went to school with. He's, I think he might be 40 years old. This man looked me in my eyes and said, "When I vote, I don't look at policies." This is an extra grown man who said said those words. When I vote, I don't look at policies. Okay. So what is he looking at? He's on Instagram. He's on Facebook. He watches TV. The money, the things you can get eyes on the screen. Because think about it. This man was elected president. Uh-huh. What policies did he ever go deep into at a town hall or anything? There were no policies. There was no, there was no groundwork. Nothing. At all. It was all surface. And people voted based off of that? No. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's hey. not why they did. People oh. voted oh. based on hmm. Orange, Mad ba- Orange Man Bad. He hurt my feelings. I'm not reelecting him. Okay, no, 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 no. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's a president. Heard, I've heard that's that. what part, he just said. ABT, part, anything but Trump. I've heard exactly. That. Right. Part and that's of exactly that's part of it. Voted. But why is their mind framed that way? Because that's what they've seen. That's what they've ingested from a, a right. cognitive standpoint. The media has. Well, the media spit, did that. Yeah. Exactly. And okay. how does the media? Exactly. Spit so okay. So that? To, money. okay. So you to start be throwing fair, that money or cut that money <laughs> off. Okay. The, the you have going to change. You have proven your point. So I I capitulate to that. But from what I was saying was like for me personally. Um, I, I don't care. Like I don't watch ads. I don't watch the, I don't, I don't do any of that. Um, I just, I want to know what they're, I want to know what they stand for. And then that's what I'm going to vote based on. I so, would say you're in the minority so. of voters, which is terrifying. Yes. Which is terrifying because what you just said makes perfect sense. Yeah. Voting your own best interest. But when they don't even throw anything out there for you to nibble on, then you're, 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 you're making a popularity contest. That's yeah. right. So let's talk about something that he did. He talked about uh, uh, student loans being forgiven. <laughs> oh, boy. Right? Which, which if he's going <sighs> to do that for us, yeah, okay. I would appreciate not having to pay sure that back. Would. I'm telling you. But at that, <laughs> I but got six the, more years, dog, and I'm out. I, well, I think I, I got a few a more. I can't wait. I got I, I to gotta apply for that 17.5. But... Uh, I'm gonna put a strain on her and Sally May. She better not ever say my name. I'm a, <laughs> so, but but he pulled the rug out from under everybody, and uh, this just in: no student loan debts are going to be entirely forgiven. You know, whatever little programs had already been in place, I'm sure are still in place. Like right. the teacher, the Title One teacher, mm-hmm. for so many years, you get a certain amount of money then, forgiven. Right. All that stuff. Those, those little pro- right, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, but he was he's talking about just scrubbing it clean. Was right. That's correct. During his uh, campaigning, he was he was appealing to all these eighteen to twenty four year old voters who are idiots. Yeah, and, and I will I will I will give him a break. He wasn't. They were. The machine was. No. That's, well, he didn't campaign anywhere or do anything. Right. Is he lying? No. That's that's <laughs> correct. He was. I mean, what they call him Basement Joe for a reason, right? right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the point is, is that his campaign was spitting free college, of course, uh, forgiven, completely forgiven student loan free. debt, and all these kids, all they saw, free, was money yep. that just was in their pocket, basically. These these kids don't have to pay this fifteen thousand dollars a year, or in some cases several more thousand a semester depending on where they're going and that's just money in their pocket and all they're saying is oh i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna vote this guy in because that that uh that makes that bottom line a little bolder Mm -hmm. right and so 
uh, I saw that the other day, and I was like, all right, okay, like this is. I mean, I kind of knew. Were, were you surprised though? I was. Like I said, you knew. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of knew it's too much money that ultimately government subsidized school loans would not be getting because all the, all that money is gaining interest. So they're getting the money they're loaning. Too much money for what? He just spent hmm. over se- almost seven trillion dollars. What I'm in saying, the last too much money months. for that's not earmarked for their. Wow, me all the Alex Jones, the right, agenda, the, or the, the other the narrative to keep pushing. Right. That's they're right. spending their money where they wanted to get people just. And we're gonna talk about this later, but to get people hooked up on that. Yeah. Hey, so now I don't gotta work. I can get money. Well, shoot, this is awesome. Right. I mean, okay. So that's yeah, where that money's yeah. going. Let's go right into that now. Well, hold so, on. I, I want to address the oh, oh, student loan thing. Absolutely. Real quick. I, I By have, all means, I, I have a couple of no, opinions. no, no. I apologize. I have a couple of opinions. Yeah. So I have I, I have it. I, I look at it. Uh, I've heard it both ways. To put it that way. So um, I would not begrudge anybody who has a student loan that would be excited about the prospect of having their student loan paid off. I would you not. You should not be upset about someone who's happy that <clears throat> right. that could happen. Now, I, I have clients, right, because I deal in finance. I have clients that have student loans that are ginormous, and they pay on them forever, and it's ridic- and it's a, it, it is a, uh, a hindrance to being able to get ahead financially. It is. But on the flip side... There are a lot of people that went to college and paid for it. There are a lot of people that busted their butt to get scholarships because there was no other way they were going to be able to pay for it. Um, there are people that have paid off their student loans. Yeah. Uh, and there are people that didn't go to college that went a different route because they didn't want to strap themselves down with those loans. Right. Why should all of those individuals then be forced to pay for college for everybody else? Right. And I... I, I don't think that that's fair. That is garbage at its, at its finest. But at the same time, every new policy that affects people currently, people before that policy was initiated lost out, and it's a timing thing. Yeah, but this is a big one. It, student loan, Not disagreeing. Student loan debt exceeds credit card debt. Student loan debt is the largest largest category of debt and absolutely and so it's the new hustle you're trying to it's the new hustle honestly it's the new hustle coaching college football because some of the places i i was coaching yeah and recruiting we were saddling kids and i went to a small liberal arts school uh-huh. where i was just dumb because like i had a you know i got in there got a different scholarship and i was getting money just to have money so uh-huh. now i'm paying on that so that that's on me right but that's also why I'm still in education. I've got opportunities to get in the private sector. Right. I turn those down because I'm almost done with my student loans. Baby. Right. And see, and that's another thing. So those programs existed, right? And they're to incentivize people to go into certain field, do certain Correct. things, whatever, right. right? So if that's what you did as a result of that, you made those decisions and did those things, fantastic. I'm 100% on board with that. Uh, sure. But to come in retroactively and say, hey, we're going to take everybody else's money and we're just going to wipe away your student loan. I, it's okay, BS. okay, but I think it sounds is. too good. My dad said, I always say, if it sounds too good to be true, there's a reason why that is. It is. That's right. He wasn't going to be like, oh, 100,000? Oh, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, no Go question. Buy a car, help the economy. No question. Right. That's, so that's the, but see, that's the other thing. Uh, everybody's money is paying for every policy. I agree. Thank you. It doesn't matter if it's student loans, 
It doesn't matter if it's this unemployment. It doesn't matter if it's welfare or health, uh, Medicare, Medicaid, or both, whichever one it is. It doesn't matter what they are. Right. My money that I pay into the government every year, your money that you pay into the government every year, is paying for everything. And something that you won't be able to touch. Not everybody's going to have the same amount. Right. Which is, you can look at that, is that a problem, that issue? But even like now with a $300 a month per kid, I don't have any kids. Yeah. Yeah. But I know I do have. I have a tax bill. Yeah. I'm getting taxed in my eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. Property tax, sales tax, like all income tax. I got to pay in the taxes. So can I? So I'm like, where's my, I could use that money, you know, where we're a lot of kids. Give me that 300. Let me put it on the loan. So this goes right back to. Or an investment or retirement or something. This goes right back to what I said a second ago. I have kids. I'm going to be receiving those checks. I'm excited about that, but I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's fair that people that don't have kids or people that already raised their kids or whatever are having to pay the money to then give to people that have kids. Okay, so don't make any sense to me. And see, but that's the thing is that how about let everybody keep their own money? You can just see do what you want to as is. Right, you're absolutely the most even way you can get. Ideally, ideally there'd be no taxation, and then you get to do what you want with your money. And that's that's ideally that's where I would come from. But but it'll never go there. No. Well, what you're saying is you're happy that you're receiving these stimulus dollars, but you're unhappy that you've actually already kind of paid for it. Well, no. What I'm saying is you're just basically getting your money back. Well, that's true, but I'm not. But he's not. Right. That's what I'm saying is I agree it's not fair. Right. But I mean, there's not. I'm not going to send the money back. Like I mean, there's not. You know, I'm not going to. Well, see, I know. think that you should. Yeah. <laughs> if right? you're if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up the counterpoint that it's not fair that that Courtney doesn't get three hundred dollars stimulus. That's or whatever. why I brought up both sides earlier. Right. Even with the student right. loan, which I I didn't do. I didn't go to college. And I have anything. I'm not. I wouldn't get anything from that. Yeah. But if somebody is happy because they're going to get that money, great. I still don't think it's good policy. How many people are looking at it from that coin, though, from that side of the coin, where they're getting this relief, whatever it's COVID relief, whether it's student debt relief, whatever it is, they're getting this relief. And how many of them realize, well, that's just part of the money I've been paying in. Like, how many people realize that it's their money already? To some degree. The same people that get excited when they get a tax refund because they overpaid. And they think the government's giving them money that they didn't. Like, it doesn't make any sense to get excited about some of these things because it's not bonus. Well, and and to be fair, the child tax credit has been around for I don't even know how long. So all they're doing is instead of giving it to you at the end of the year, is they're going to pay it out monthly. It's still bullshit. So it's still no, it's still you know I know, but I'm I, just I, saying I, yeah, for sure, it's for sure. been it's been it's around for years, decades. I don't even know how long. it's been around for a very long time. Yeah. Uh, but now instead of you waiting till the end of the year to collect and, it, they're going to pay it to you monthly. That's different because in my opinion, because <clears throat> and again, I know we're gonna get to this, but I, I'm always listen, first off, let me let me let me start with this. I'm not I don't I don't identify as Republican. I do not identify as Democrat. I'm just you gonna, sound like you identify more as Republican than Democrat. I will say this. The inflection. No, I will say this. I, I am a conservative. <laughs> if I had to identify, I would be a conservative. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I'm with you. Yeah. So here's the deal. I don't. I don't I, be tagging that other nonsense. I don't, uh, I don't refer to myself as a Republican. However, the Republican Party is the one that most identify. aligns with my beliefs. Yeah, right. yeah. So that's the route that I go. 100%. Yeah. And so that, 100%. that's it. Uh, but is yeah, I'm, I'm the same a, as you. Is it to say that there's a Democratic <laughs> candidate out there that would not align closely to your values? And I think that that's false. All because of them? No, I think they would, but they would not be able to run because they would not be backed up. That's right. Because right. they're not holding in, that line. In some, but, but that's the reason why the Senate and the House 
have those type of people is because in some of the constituents that they represent are the same type of people where they have Republican values, but then some of the things the Democrat hold value in, they're, you know, they're like, okay, I can see the value in that, and they do cross the aisle. Right. And so you you know some of the people, but you know, the more polarized, more polarized we get as a nation, the less the less that happens. Absolutely. Like if you're seen working on the side of the aisle, that is that is a liability instead of being. Right. You know, instead of being an asset, well, it's an it's a, well, like when it's only a liability it's a, whenever it's reported on. Well, right. Well, no, it's like it's Ooh. like Joe Biden, right? So he comes in and he immediately talks about unification, unifying the country. I want to work with the Republican Party, and his very first big piece of legislation they ran through using uh, um, executive order. Exact. Well, no, it's not oh, executive order. Uh, no, it's actual legislation. They ran it through with some. There's some twist that they can use where they don't even have to get Republicans on their side at all. They just run it right through. It's yeah. some type of budget. Some, I don't know. Anyway, the point is... Oh, I think it's because they the, passed this the, huge... It's 51 to 49 in the, in the Senate yeah, right now. But to, pass, but to pass that type of, of legislation requires like 60% or something like mm, that. Maybe. And, or 60 votes or something to that effect. So they used this loophole that allows them to push through this legislation like once every six months or so you can use it mm. uh, without having to get that big vote. So it went right down the middle, yeah. but they have the one extra... And so then it was approved and moved through. It's like a $3 trillion spending bill. Yeah. Um, and so they talk about working. T. Yes. They yeah. talk about working with both sides. Please don't tell him what comes after a trillion. Yeah. So they, they talk about working with both sides, but they have zero, zero mm. intention of doing so. And talking about executive orders, I'd have to go back and look at the number now, but Bison, Biden, Bison, uh-huh. Biden is on, right. Biden is on IQ pace. Horn. To crush the record of executive orders. I just saw a deal yeah. where he signed where you cannot invest in like was it uh, uh, the the Korean company uh, that it's a cell phone technology company. Oh, uh, Huawei. Huawei. Yeah. That's uh, what. Well, so they've been saying for years that the uh, is it Korean or Chinese? Anyway, I, I can't remember. But they've been be saying Chinese, they've been yeah. saying for years that that company uh, is selling those phones. And using them to spy on citizens, so that they're they're tracking and keeping all the information. I mean, okay, so in my opinion, we're spied on from every direction. This is getting, oh, yeah. this is getting into conspiracy theory. Uh, oh, I was just answering today's podcast, but uh, at what point in time are you thinking that the tech that's around you right now isn't in some capacity being monitored? Oh, I'm sure it is. Like if it's connected to internet or data. It most likely has some capability of being tapped into real easy. Jay Boo, they, they they got a deal coming out with Amazon where you don't <laughs> Who's have to. Jay Boo? It's fine. <laughs> I, knew, I, I knew the, the emphasis. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get in there. I had to yeah. get in there. But they're pretty much networking people's internet through these Amazon devices. You have to opt out. You not have to oh, opt into it. Yes. You have to go in there and manually, because people are lazy, to on opt the, out of that. But that's on the Android phones. That's not, No, not the phones. Oh no! Oh, that's right. The, the Alexa, ring, the ring door, the Alexa yes. controlled devices. Yes, any yes. Kind of, yes. If you, you have, have to go in and opt out of that in order to keep in your Amazon sharing. account, yeah. If you have any of those things, yeah. That's what? I mean, what? it's the dumbest thing because all it is is to keep tabs on people. 
That's all it is. Oh, it's it's to help somebody out who's walking it, down the street who's struggling a, with some data. Or right, okay, hold on. Okay, is that what they're saying? Is that what I, something I saw like that just tuned out? Like you cannot make that make sense. Hold on, something I got garbage. Y'all got to listen to this. So I was talking about the executive orders, right? Okay, so I have a table right here. So uh, Donald Trump, who they talked about, you know, dictator, right? Which that's a whole other dictators don't leave office, um, but dictator, right? 220 total executive orders average 55 a year. I don't think that's true. I went back and looked. It's right here. I mean, I think I I went back and looked on a government website and it was like, it was like 150 a year or something stupid. It was a lot. I'm I'm just ballparking numbers. Over four years, which is 55 a year. Keep going. Now, even still, let me interject that because that's probably a lower number, but let's get in comparison. That's like once a week. He's saying you can and can't do this because I say so. Right. That's once a week. Yeah. Biden. Go from there. Okay, Biden. You talk about once a week. Ugh. Biden has done forty-eight already, uh, and if you extrapolate it out over a four-year presidency, he is on track to do a hundred and thirty-eight a year, which is that's a Monday and Wednesday. <laughs> which every is other Friday, every other day, right? Like that's insane. So uh, you've got George Bush did two ninety-one. Thirty-six. What did Obama do? Obama did two seventy-six, thirty-five a year. But two seventy-six. I thought be way more than that. Well, but he had more Jones strikes. He did the two seventy-six over eight years. Over eight years. So it was only thirty-five a year. So his average is is lower. But he also Clinton did three hundred and sixty-four over eight years, forty-six a year. So uh, I'm just I went to the that federal and I I verified it's two nineteen or something like that, two hundred twenty. Yeah. Obama's he only did seven in his last year. He only did seven. He his stuff was largely at the beginning of his first of his first term because it was either changing or or um, tweaking or whatever you want to call but it. But he had both houses. Why even do that at that point? You can have right. legislation keep it permanent. Same point. thing with Biden. Biden has both houses, but he's he's on pace to shatter the record of of most now, executive orders. So we've all agreed that maybe cognitively he may not be the sharpest president we've had. So that makes again we going back to the cabinet. Where who are coming up with these policies and how are they how are they formulating them? I mean, have, have coming you, out his team, whoever board? whoever whoever's pulling the strings, right? And we have no say. So we have <laughs> yep. no. Haven't they you, keep doing that? We well, get a piece of president. Well, we do because we because we voted in a guy who then who changed all. Who everybody already in. knew he was. He's just the face. He's the puppet. Yeah. I don't know. So I don't we know get what we deserve from an society. individual who's controlling him, but he's. Haven't y'all heard He's like the phrase doing or, somebody or the, else's agenda? Haven't y'all heard the concept like our president? She's a real go getter. Like I mean, have, yeah. I mean, it's it's almost like that. That is the the underlying thing. Now, do I know that? No. Is it? it it's one hundred percent speculation. But at the same time, um, in terms of competency, she has more. Well, I've said for a very I'm not long say it's much. I've said for a very long she time. She should have left the ticket party then, or the party <clears throat> ticket and not being a, an undercard for No, I've, I've, I agree with you. No, no, I've I've seen I've said for Nobody a very long time that there will be a point early on where Biden is deemed unfit for office and Kamala will take over. I, I firmly believe that. I think that 100%. was in December. I felt like uh, COVID was around so he would have a reason to die. Well, well maybe. And then she would just naturally step in from the chain, chain of command. Like I honestly, that's terrifying. I, I honestly thought that he was gonna get it somehow, whether yeah. it was spontaneous combustion of his of his <laughs> immune system or whatever. 
And then that, because he's already 80, 89 years old or however old he is, he's in the danger category. And it was, it would, I mean, it's not that deadly. If we're looking at yeah. pure COVID numbers, right. not not uh, secondary illness or uh, anything like that, <laughs> it's not that deadly. And but it was convenient that like the eight, uh, the seventy five to ninety year old age range was the most in jeopardy. Well, right. he's he's right at the end of that range, and now we have a female black president or whatever that they were pushing, and which. Listen, in my opinion, that's the only reason she's there was because of what she looks like. No, of course. Not ADOS. What's that? Not ADOS. What is that? What? American descendant of slavery. Okay. So a lot of people, oh, right. not, not to go, a lot of people see dark skin and we are not. Right. She has no, so for instance, she has a culture, whether it be Indian or even Jamaican. Yeah. Even though like her that's, that's what, Jamaican that's, parents that were slave, or her ancestors were slave owners in Jamaica, which is a whole other deal. Okay. But far <laughs> from a, you know, that's my, that's what kills me about my people. It's like, you don't, you got to actually look into it and understand <laughs> who they are and what, do they have your best interests in mind? Oh my God. And this, they don't. Because there's no, even you look at the people when she was a prosecutor, you know, and a lot of people are like, Man. What are you doing for the black community? Like you're you're, you're being a negative towards a black yeah. community. Yeah. Same but as now, Biden. But so, then, okay, then we so, talk about money real quick. We talk about yeah, yeah. money, and now you go back to money, and now all of a sudden all those things are gone. You don't hear about those things, uh-huh. but what you do hear about, you start capitalizing on her melanated skin, uh-huh. even though she comes. Her mother's from an Indian India. caste system, uh-huh. which they don't fool black people. Right, Jamaican. A lot of people. Y'all may not. A lot of black people not. From origin, from have an origin in America. Yeah, they don't really want their even children hanging around with African Americans. Uh, mm. I've heard that for a couple of different reasons. One, we have no cultural ties as far as speech, language, things of that nature. Right. Okay, like Cardi B, for example. <laughs> a lot of people don't they see she's dark. She is she is not an African American. Mm. But the the music that's pointing towards us uh-huh. is scandals and ratchets all get out. Yep, you're telling little girls how to shake their butts. You're bragging uh. about drugging, prostituting men, and getting money. Yeah, and that's tied to the black community. So. But that's our fault for simply saying, hey, we got to cut that off. Hey, that's not what we're about. I got I to gotta give props, though, to her song, uh, uh, WAP, Worship and Praise. That's is that a, what that is? That, yeah. That's a remix. That, that's what I was told. It stands yeah. for Worship and Praise. Oh, it's so a remix. A, okay. Yeah. So she had yeah. Kirk Franklin that joint kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard it. I've just heard good things. Please, You're sorry. a liar. Let's, yeah. just, let's yeah. leave it there. You, you don't want to pick that up. No, I did see a meme, though, about a wife. She said she was talking to her kids. Which one of you told your dad that WAP stands for Wings and Pizza? Because he just invited all the neighbors over for some oh, WAP. Oh, no, good. <laughs> no anyway, good. I thought it was funny. I, I just Listen, I want to be a fly identity. on that wall. <laughs> I, just, I brought that up because it's identity politics. Uh-huh. But then when you're voting on that, you're voting off an emotion. You're not voting off anything of any substance. Right. And you end up becoming the cause of your own undoing. Which is what points back to what Chris said about how he votes. He looks back at policies, agendas, how what platforms they're going to be running on two and, percentile and exactly yeah. that's what's terrifying right it's it's garbage that people only look at the exterior and it's sensational it's oh they sensationalize everything oh my god which okay so we, which is why the democratic party wants to expand voting to 16 i don't know if yeah. you heard about that to what to 16 right because younger people in this generation uh-huh. they respond to the freebies uh-huh. and then the Republican. Uh-huh. Here's the deal. Politicians <laughs> are politicians. They are right on both sides. Yeah. But in general, the Republicans are not going to sit there and say, we're going to give you a bunch of crap, right? They're just not going to do it. Yeah. But the Democrats will. 
And so if they can expand that voting base of people that want free stuff, uh-huh. that's what they're going to push. My so. comrade, because you're going to be a little... <clears throat> I mean, you start going into that, because what's going to come down to is more who's got the best advertising yeah. campaign and what right. you're promising. We'll give yeah. you... Because at some point, I think the right's going to start saying, "Well, they'll give you a thousand dollars. We'll give you twelve hundred. We'll that's, give you thirteen hundred. And then we're all we're all at a loss because people are only think about themselves, uh, being emotional, and now you you're taking your best interest and just throwing out the window. Like, have you seen how much? How many? Uh, um, what is the what is a, a currency used in Africa right now? Uh, starts with an R. Um, Rubies, rubles. Ru- Something like that. I don't know. It might be maybe northern, northern. Africa. It's not. Yeah, it's it's northern. Yeah, northern Africa. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know uh, Sean Allen, uh, math teacher at school. No. Okay. Uh, he went to Africa with his wife uh, two years ago or so. Actually, delayed his travel. Like he couldn't travel back, and had to like had to take a week or two off in the, the January turn of the semester because he went for, like, Christmas time, I believe. It was either Christmas or summer, and it took him into August, okay? He missed, like, two weeks of school because travel, for whatever reason, would not bring him, let him come home. Uh, the airport was shut down, uh, issues with passports or something like that. Anyways, uh, the, the issue with all the freebies is that the American dollar, the U.S. dollar, is going to turn in to currency such as that, where it's going to take 80 of U.S. dollars to equal one euro. Like the Naira Naira, in Nigeria? Yeah, uh, the peso is another one. Like, how many pesos is is in a dollar? Okay, so... That's what people don't understand about raising minimum wage. That's what they don't understand about... It's passed uh, on. uh, ...a a universal income. Uh Uh, They don't understand that when those things happen... Yeah. If I have a product or serve, well, first of all, if I have to pay my employees more, uh-huh. then my uh-huh. costs go up, my price goes up. And I'm but passing that if, on. But right. even right. if I don't, yeah. even, maybe I don't have any employees. If I know everybody's making a baseline amount of money, uh-huh. I'm going to raise the price of my product to reflect that. Scarcity. And you're going to have inflation. Right. And so and at the end of the day, not only are the, the bottom income earners going to be in the same position they were already in. Mm. You're going to hurt the ones above them that did not get a raise. Right. That now are paying more. But that's socialism at its finest. You beat me to it. <laughs> I'm because I'm, the main no the main the main character socialism is what I mean, as far as economic, you have a lack of of of, of rich people uh, uh, like a get wealth gap. Like right. There's no wealth gap, and there's and there's no incentive to continue to to be innovative to create. Uh-huh. Right. Because you're going to get what you get. Right. Yep. That's and right. Before Abbott came through and said, "Hey, no more this, you know, this this income deal." Yeah. When you add it up, say for instance, you have zero kids, you're getting both streams of income. Uh-huh. Okay, maybe you're poor off and you, you may get an assistance some sort. It's equivalent to making like forty two, forty three thousand dollars a year. The and unemployment. You wonder why everybody's hiring? Yes. Yeah, you wonder yeah. why everybody's hiring? So last yeah. year they can't find employees to work. So it's That's it's right. it's yeah. So it's it's lower now, but last year at the height of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, now, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip on both sides here. Oh. So. The government, now it sucks because they used our money to do it, but the government told us, just a little, just a little bit, the government told us we couldn't work. The, gover- the government took away people's ability to provide for their families. So do I believe that then they should fix that? Absolutely. Okay. But here's what happened. So, okay. So you're talking about with the shutdown, the government should have provided some money because 
these people couldn't work because our society is largely hourly type employees right. or commission-based employees. Well, now, if you shut down the restaurant industry completely, uh-huh. shut down bars completely, tip goes out the window. Like People aren't making money on I that. I can't tip. work at all, yeah, right? right? If I'm a waiter, I can't work. Yeah. So I get it, and so they should provide some money. But when you take what the state was giving you as a minimum, uh-huh. at least with Texas, I, I don't know what all the other states do, but if you look at what – Texas gives you as a minimum. What is it? Te- it's four four fifty. It's almost four hundred dollars. What week, was the federal three fifty? Six hundred. Huh? What? It was yeah. six hundred. No, it was not. Yes, it was. At the height of the pandemic, it was six hundred federal a week. Three, yes, <clears throat> and almost four hundred state. So that's four a month at the house. So if I'm making ten dollars an hour at my job, uh-huh. I'm making sixteen hundred dollars a month if I work full time uh-huh. before taxes. If I stay home and claim unemployment from the pandemic, I'm making $4,000 a month to sit at home and do nothing. If I'm married, we're making $8,000 a month to sit at home and do nothing. With with no kids. $96,000 a year. Do you know what the average income for an individual is? About thirty-one thousand. Yeah. The average income for a household is about fifty-four. So you're going to take the average household income of about fifty-four thousand, and you're going to almost double it to ninety-six if I sit at home and do nothing. Yeah. Why would we work? Right. Absolutely. It makes no sense. And so now, <clears throat> sounds like Venezuela. It's like the the, the prequel to Venezuela is happening right now. Yeah. Instead the of instead sequel. of by them buying law or they were giving flat screen TVs apartments. It's just, no matter what it is, you're still getting a revenue source. Yeah. It's causing people to kick their heels up. And if you want to round that 96000 up to a 100000 Let's go ahead while we're at it. Here's I how mean, you do it. Stimulus checks. Why not? Yeah. Stimmy checks. So Stimmy. I get 1400 bucks. You get 1400 bucks. Now we're at 99000 Yeah. Right? So... And, and and now the six hundred stopped. Uh, I think it was in November. But it and dropped next, down to three fifty. It right? changed to three hundred. Yeah, three hundred. Yeah. So, but still, yeah, still. But you're still getting your federal. You're, making, you're still getting your state too. Right. So you're still making six hundred dollars a week as of now. You're still making six hundred dollars a week. So now it's twenty four hundred dollars a month. Still more than ten dollars an hour. Yeah. yeah. It's more than fifteen dollars an hour. Yeah. <clears throat> well, right. And so that's why you have a lot of these states, including Texas, which have now opted out. Uh, the federal benefits were extended all the way through September of this year. And so uh, you have states that have opted out, most of them ending at the end of June. Well, see, that's how any government assistance program should be implemented. It should have an expiration date. 100%. It should have uh, mandatory uh, uh, markers that you're trying to meet, like you've gone on so many interviews or you've you've applied for so many jobs. Or whatever, whether it's monthly or whether it's over a three-month span, time is relative, uh, and quantity is relative based on various factors, uh, which is the reason for the whole department that decides whether or not you're granted unemployment. Right. right? They're supposed to go through the application, see if you're approved for it or not, and then make the decision. Well, at the same time, when they make that decision, they should be implementing like a contract you get this much money as long as you do this and it expires here and you have to reapply. But virtually all of that was waived due to the pandemic no i know but i'm yeah. saying but it's typically same, that's how it works but at the same time but that's yes true. but they've been so inundated that mm-hmm. it's impossible for that to be the way it works right, right now yeah. they may have the ability to catch up within the next couple of years but 
people are people flooded into the unemployment sector of this of this federal assistance and now they're backed up for I think it's I think it's just it's six it's six to eight months or something crazy on how far behind the unemployment offices yeah. or employees are or whatever. But I look everywhere and people are hiring. Right. Well, but they're why making would, why would $600 they a week sitting at home? Cut that off. They, you want, you want to make did. that money, invest in yourself. That's you know what why I mean? they just cut it like, off. At but, least in 22 and states, I get it, we just Texas. started opening up. I, I kind of get that. When it, when it's shut down, you got to be able to provide. I get, yep. help, you know, help uh, to an extent. Yeah. You know what I mean, to, but, to, Again, today when I'm constantly every time I go somewhere, you're right. hiring, you're hiring. Yeah. Like, exactly right. Why would they? Why would they leave? Yeah. Uh, funny, so, funny. The what, problem all, is the government yeah, kept these, moving the goalposts from the beginning. Remember, it was course, two, weeks, two weeks. It was two to weeks flatten to flatten a curve. And, and it ended up in, right. in a year and a half almost. Right. You know, uh, so. Have you seen, did you see the numbers when Texas shut down? Uh, not shut down, but shut down the uh, mask mandate? They they cut that thing off. Have you seen the number of COVID deaths since they did yeah, that? Yeah, tanked. It's like it's like less than a hundred or something stupid. Maybe less than fifty. Yeah. Since uh, when did it? When did he cut that off? When Biden called him a Neanderthal. Neanderthal. Right. Yeah. It was Neanderthal. It was in it. March. Yeah. I don't remember the date. If I was but impressed, it was in March. if I was impressed by spell it. Yeah, give it to you. Right. I, might I don't have that answer, but I will get that answer to you as soon as possible. We will circle back. We'll circle back. We'll on circle back, back to that. that. But uh, no, but that's the thing. When it comes to the pandemic, man, none of this, and they're, they're doing all the analysis now, and they're going to be doing this for years. But none of it mattered. The shuts down, shutdowns didn't matter. The masks didn't matter. The, the none of it mattered. It was going to do what it was going to do anyways, no matter what we did. Like any disease Correct. in the history of diseases, they're going to run its course. They're going to potentially hang around like the flu kind of does, even though it, you know, whatever they say, it mutates into different strains and spontaneously goes back. It, it regresses, variant. right? So you have flu A this year, but you have flu B next year, flu C. But then spontaneously four years later, now you have flu A again. Like I don't know how that. Well, this year we had works. flu D. It was called COVID nineteen. Right, exactly. Don't, so don't go down that road because I, well, I, I agree hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, look at the look at the flu numbers. Nobody died from the flu last year. Right. The flu. Why? The flu magically went away. It right. just disappeared. Right. And, and what I love is people. Why? Well, because people were wearing masks and social distancing. Yeah. Okay. Well, then why didn't COVID nineteen stop in October or November? Yeah. If well, okay, masks so and social distancing are that effective, are that effective? right? Because it's all a bunch of crap, right? So. It's it's garbage. Uh, you, now you also have the vaccine push. Have you heard anything about California's vaccine push? Oh, so I've heard about a lot of them. So which Ohio one did it? When Ohio oh the lottery. lottery too? Yeah. yeah, so they're getting Oregon. It. I think is doing it or done it. Maybe Washington. I think Ohio, one the uh, Midwest city, did it too. Uh, like a million dollars. Okay, so there's. Well, there's I didn't uh, know about that. Yes, yeah, like I think it's in, like in. I want to say Ohio, Pennsylvania, it's a million dollars. There's several hundred million dollars allocated to this, Lord but of course, California has also received like the most or the second most uh, federal assistance because they don't have of any money. Have. Well, now they're able to spontaneously provide hundreds of millions of dollars to this lottery if you can prove that you have been fully vaccinated. Your name is now being put into a. A lottery system where you could win a, a fifty dollar gift they card have a, they have up a template. to a million dollar so grand prize. They have a template crazy. for a vaccine card for California that I can fill out. But uh, that's <laughs> right. I mean, nowadays, how many people could just 
100% copy that. You can't read a doctor's handwriting ever, so just scribble some yeah. nonsense on there. Put some dates that are mildly legible, and you could have yourself a vaccine passport or whatever. So there, card. there are companies, and I've heard of companies doing this. They'll give their employees, <clears throat> say, a $100 bonus to get vaccinated yeah. and then put your name in a pool for like five grand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, my deal with the vaccine, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a biologist, but if you're putting something in your body that hasn't been tested ever, or every time it's been tested on some sort of animal, the animal dies, <laughs> uh, not putting I mean, it where'd in you, me. where'd you go to medical school, bro? Right. Um, right, uh, exactly. Epidemiology, where'd you go? I well, sh- you don't know anything. I, I went Just to... shut your mouth and put your blindfolds yeah, on. CS University. I mean... He's got a lab coat on. He can't be lying. Hey. Uh, exactly. He's got an animal. Why You're white. You're white. You cannot have an opinion. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> white privilege much, bro? Yeah, I, I did. Uh, the Hodge twins gave me my white, uh, my white privilege card yeah. uh, in the mail the other day. <laughs> have you? Do you ever watch the Hodge twins? I've seen them, yeah. Oh, my God. They're hilarious. Remember I mean, Stark? Brandon Stark? He uh, played there about three, four years ago. He looks uh, like one of those. He looks like he's in that family. Yes, That's I, I vaguely I remember. Look, yeah, uh, but but anyways, I mean it, it's it's dumb because who's who's putting something in their body that was rushed to market Not that uh, was largely pushed by a, a tech guru or a tech mogul who also mm. doesn't have a lab coat, right? But yeah, but he's rich, so like, why was he, what's he going to oh, lie for? Oh, there you go. The money, the money pushed him. What's he going to lie for? He just has so, all these farming so lands with soybeans. In our entire lives, it's ridiculous. Though, in our entire lives, right? So I'm 39 now. I don't even get okay. the flu shot. When I do, I get the flu. <clears throat> yeah. Why would I get the COVID exactly. shot? You got it multiple ones? I haven't gotten it since 16. I'm not at the flu since 16. Uh, yeah, I don't they get say the that, shot. I don't get the oh, flu. Oh, that, that, that's a coincidence. There's no, see, to that. I've yeah, gotten I don't the get flu, it either. I've gotten the flu without the shot, and I've gotten the flu with the shot. Like, because... You know, you get the flu one one year or two years in a row, whatever. You're like, okay, let's see if the shot does something. Then you get it the year you get the shot. Yeah. Well, the shot didn't do it. Well, it's because you got the flu A vaccine, right. exactly. and now you got type B uh, strand or whatever. I'm so, like, oh, okay. During the height, they said if you had the flu vaccine, you had a 40% more chance to have severe reactions to COVID. Yes. Right. Yeah. And that just went so. away. It just went away. Like, it just... Yeah, just like gone. everything else. So <laughs> it don't make no just, sense. Just, just, like COVID, just like COVID, it went away. Ain't so, nobody got time for so that. So <laughs> Bryson said to me the other yes. day. So Bryson said to me the other day, we're in the car on the way to school, and he was like, it was Thursday. And uh he said, Yeah, after after tomorrow, we don't have to wear masks to school for the last, you know, two days, because he goes GISD. And so uh don't have to wear masks for the last two days. He's like I don't know what happened. He's like, they just said, like, June 4th, COVID's gone. Like, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. Like, like That's the know? message and that it's sending. <clears throat> He's 15. Like, like the, either the masks were uh, perennial, like it had to be yearly or, you know, uh, perpetual, or they had to cut it off. Well, as soon as they cut it off, what does that tell anybody who has logical thoughts? Uh, well... They don't. They either don't work, or they were never needed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And well, so, and you saw. Did, have you seen email? the Have you seen the Fauci email dump? Oh, you you beat yeah. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's 1,100 emails, right? So you've got all kinds of emails saying that masks aren't effective because the particles are too small. Yeah. You've got emails telling him that it was created in the lab and how it was created. Yeah. You've got. I mean, just all of these. Well, you got emails. him. Uh, you got him on uh, perjury in the Senate uh, hearings that he's you know being a, a witness for or whatever, <laughs> saying that he had no 
no idea on the gain of function gain of function research on how is this viruses? not on every news station blasted twenty four seven? Wait, what did right. we just talk about earlier? Whose side is the news on? That's right. Who got the deepest pockets? Right. You, now Whoever's turn on Newsmax. Turn on Newsmax. You'll see all of it. I don't know yeah. what that is. Exactly. That's the problem. No, right? I, I don't watch any no, news. But, I don't watch any news no, but, in general. But I didn't. know I watched either. Fox Four for like five minutes at a time. Like I can't even. I, can't, I didn't yeah. know what Newsmax and, was either until the election. But listen, so, my deal is it's a, a conservative it's a news outlet, and so it, it's actually there is a channel, but you can also go to their website and watch it live on their website. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a conservative news outlet. And they share all of that. But listen, but, Fox is getting a little too much for me, even on the conservative side. Like they're going, they're going hardcore push against the liberal side. Like the liberal went hardcore push against the conservative side, and I'm sitting back like, give me a bullet point outline, please, right. and I let me. Can read you it. just give me the facts? But no, no. That's right. Can do that. Well, no, they need to fill an hour time slot. Yeah. So they have to fluff it up and all this other stuff. And uh, listen, I can handle Fox a little bit like significantly more than I can NBC or CNN. I can't handle none of that nonsense. Well, a, like, like a little bit. bit, like, uh, like I can like Tucker, Tucker Carlson. I can watch because, uh, I, I heard something the other day. He writes his own pieces. And so, which means he's researching it and he's, he's coming up to, with his own conclusions or whatever. And then he's a, he's a, he's seemingly true investigative reporter Journalism. or journalist. Right. Yeah. So he's, He's, he's developing his own thoughts and then reporting them. Well, we're like, uh, we have to, if we want to believe him, we need to also look into it. We can't right. just listen to him. And that's the thing about all these other things we've talked about. Everybody just wants to hear it and take it at face value. And you can't do that. Everybody wants to hear the nominations or the campaigns or whatever and just take it. Oh, that's exactly what he said. That's what he's going to do. That's who I'm going to vote for. And then... Rug gets pulled out. Uh, inflation goes up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's well, it's not Biden. It's Trump. Now we're we're COVID is Trump's fault, right? Yeah. Um, the immigration yeah, crisis. Yeah, he, he didn't get rid of Fauci and should have. Right. The immigration crisis is Trump's fault. Right. All these things it's happened after January twentieth or sixth or whichever day it was that he moved in. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Uh, but all these things started amplifying after he moves into office, and so it's it's Trump's fault. Yeah, that's the way to spin it. Yeah. So any circle back to Trump. It's so oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> but circle, circle, you know, circle, but circle. talking about places to get get your information, that's why I really love watching Stephen Crowder. Right. Yeah. So he has the facts. So I love watching his you know change my mind. Yeah, videos those are good. Have you seen any of those? Louder with they're, Crowder. They're pretty changing solid. Mind. So he'll go to colleges. Like what, what network is he on? It's YouTube. He's a, he has a YouTube and, Facebook and channel. Is, okay, so he has a YouTube <clears throat> channel. Is it um, monetized? I do. I'm, yeah, I'm sure it is. Don't trust it. Okay, I'm. T- no. I don't listen to monetized YouTube. Okay, okay so here's because here, they're going to be swayed. But that's his. But that's, his, but that's his only platform though. So here's what he does. He goes to colleges, sets up a table, and shares a and writes on a big poster a position that he holds and it says change my mind oh i've seen the memes about that <clears throat> right so yeah. there was mind. one yeah. he said america is not systematically racist or systemically racist change my mind uh america uh covid is not as deadly as the news says it is change my mind america is i believe it is systematically racist and so That's, and we'll get well, to okay. that and so what happens is is people come and they sit down and they try to tell you know, okay, this is 
why you're wrong and I'm going to change your mind. And he's got a notebook in front of him with all the facts. And he's like, well, this is what this statistic said. This is what this said. This is what this says. This is what this says. This is what this says. Where, where are you getting your information that, you know, you feel this way. And 99% of the time it's, it's triggered young millennials that just get all emotional and upset that literally have zero. You go like a 45 year old intellect, intellect and see, but that's, but that's his point. That's why they they thrive. No, but that's why he goes to college campuses because Because that's what they're being indoctrinated with. These are the people that are going to be exactly right. Voting and running our country. And they have zero idea. What's going on? Yes. They're doing their own research. Right. Oh yeah. Okay, what's so his name? what's his name? Stephen Crowder. Stephen yeah. Crowder. And his, his show's called Louder, Louder with Crowder. Crowder. He has a whole show that he does, um, like from a, a studio. Like he has a whole show that yeah. he does, and then he also does his campus like visits. Kind of, okay. yeah, yeah, he'll go on remote, and he'll have people that have to, you know, they sign a waiver. Can we use your video? Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Kind of like Ben Shapiro. Right. So Ben Shapiro has a show, and then he goes on college campuses and does, you know, big, you know, lectures or whatever, except Crowder doesn't do a lecture. He sets up a table and has conversation yeah, with people. People come but sit down. Same thing. It's, it, it's not always college campuses. Most Sometime, of the time. Sometimes it's most on of the time a street. Sometimes, yeah, that's right. Sometimes it's at a busy, a busy place or it could be at a demonstration of some kind. Uh, but uh, he, it's not always, you know, stupid teenagers, hot-headed teenagers that have this, this opposing opinion. Uh, sometimes it's, it's these college kids that have the same opinion and he wants to hear his opinion. He wants to hear Crowder's opinion. And so he sits down and, you know, kind of plays devil's advocate a little bit and, and they start to agree on things. And it's like, Oh, well, we're not that far apart, you know, in what we believe in this topic specifically right. or whatever. Uh, and then sometimes it is some older people. Uh, there's, there's one time uh, there was, there was this, this older guy. I don't know. And listen to me, in in these videos race is it has no bearing on the conversation it just it just is what they're they're either black they're white they're hispanic or whatever if they have an opinion they sit down and talk and hardly ever is is is, or uh does he say something like well because you're black you have this thought like it's never anything like that so i don't because you're white you have this none of that hardly ever matter of fact there was one time where I saw, uh, he said, affirmative action is racist. Changed my mind, and so there was this, there was a black student who sat down and, and he said, "So you're telling me the only reason uh, what you did? I, I, I'm going to butcher it because it's because he actually had a phenomenal argument because the kid was like, well, I, you know, I, I came into the school and he said, well, what was your SAT score? Your 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 credibility for getting in." And he gave his SAT scores or whatever, and he was like, "Well, this person was uh, rejected, and he had a he had higher qualifications or whatever. Is that fair?" And he's just looking at straight numbers or something. Again, I don't. That one, in my opinion, was one of the best ones because he, I saw that one. He because he sat down and was and disagreed with him, and he was like, "Okay, well, I, I see where you're coming from." And it was, uh, you just have to watch it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but it was really, really good. Louder with Crowder is a good show to watch uh, or a good segment that you might pull up on, on. And I think it's privately funded. He has he has a store where he sells stuff. Uh, he has uh, subscriptions that people buy so they can see the sh- you know more content or whatever, uh, and then private funded. 
You know, I don't think it's I don't think it's mainstream funded. Uh, like I've heard this guy named Alex Jones is is pretty uh, pretty heavily funded from an interest group. Oh yeah, yeah. So now let's put it this way: Twitter and Facebook are trying to deplatform him. Right. So if that helps you at Ooh. all, Crowder. Crowder. Try to be deplatform Alex Jones too. <clears throat> yeah. Well. Well, I think I think that's I think they did. Intel. <laughs> yeah. But personally. Okay, so uh, so if, so if they're trying to deplatform him and not trying to demonetize him, then there's probably something to that. Because if he was playing along to go along to get along, they'd probably be like, yeah, keep pumping that out. Right. There. That's kind of what I look at. If this commercials every you know three four minutes. No, I, I don't think I've ever seen a commercial watching his stuff. Oh, so he's not monetized. Well, no, but it was the way. Well, I so think he's, he's. I guess I misunderstood. I think your he question. makes money. So the way from that the he show, was talking right. about is, yeah, he sells subscriptions. I don't. He I'm talking about like every coffee five mugs. Minutes, he sells commercial come up. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, uh-uh. yeah, I don't yeah. When you start seeing those, you know it's kind of like a shield, probably yeah, of some no. sort. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm. Okay, so uh, you said that you think that America is systemically racist. Oh boy, and okay? I think there's traces of that. Yes. Okay. I don't disagree with that statement that there are traces of it that there because like residual I, effects, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, like okay. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that either. With the statement that uh, white supremacy exists because it does, but it's traces, it right? It's it's pockets of people that have these it's not systemic. What you're saying, I agree. I think it is. White supremacy is not systemic. It exists. But it's it's not systemic. It used I didn't to say be. white supremacy was systemic. I no, said no, no. it exists. I know. And so then oh. I said oh. it's you were saying there are traces of it, there are pockets, and I said, so it's not systemic. That's I was agreeing. I think, with I think you. it's there where you look, personally. <clears throat> right. Absolutely. <clears throat> so so for example, and it's you hit on so many different points, but just the simple fact that okay, so when I was I don't know. Go ahead. No, get into it. No, I'm not. No, 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 get it's, into it's it. It's a long rabbit hole. Okay, that's not. okay. <laughs> Listen, the point of this show is to jump down the rabbit hole and hopefully come out the other side. So uh, so here's the deal. The thing that ultimately brings up my frustration with the whole concept of systemic racism or, or all these things are racist is because when everything is racist, nothing is racist. And that's part of white supremacy. I think it waters down the argument. Because right. we're so busy chasing red herrings, like a lot of stuff you see in the mainstream media of racism has nothing to do with racism. Right. Has so n- the real the real topic's never been addressed. Absolutely. I don't think that it has at all. Uh, so, like, I saw they're trying to say that uh, requiring a photo ID is racist. That makes zero sense. It makes no sense at all. And I love the memes of the pictures that come up. I always read them. You know, it's like lists. Activities where... Requiring a photo ID is apparently not racist. Purchasing alcohol, cigarettes, opening a bank account, applying for food stamps, apply for welfare, Medicaid, Social Security, apply Student for a job, loans, unemployment, loan, rent a house, yeah. buy a house, mortgage, vehicle, drive a car, right? Um, drive a car, buy a car, rent a car, <laughs> getting on an airplane, getting married, purchasing a gun, adopting a pet, renting a hotel room, everything that is a decision that could have a major consequence requires a photo ID because it requires, uh, if something does go majorly wrong, to be able to identify who did something majorly wrong. Uh, activities where requiring a photo ID must be racist, voting. <laughs> like, that's the only thing on that list. And it's because they've, they've what's sensationalized the concept of what it is to be racist yep. in such a way that uh, if, uh, 
you know, underprivileged communities that don't have, uh, don't or they don't go get photo ID or driver license or whatever, whether or not they are capable of it or not, is irrelevant. It's it's just an it's prevent, presenting an ID so we can know who you are. Like that's it. You are who you say you are. So is it racist if somebody uh, officers investigating crime you fail to produce an ID? Is that is that considered racism then? Say that again. Say uh, officers investigating something's going on uh-huh. and they're investigating you and they ask for ID. You don't have one. Okay, and so you can't provide that. Is that now considered racism because you don't have an ID? So okay, right. So I I actually saw a video where a guy was uh, a cop rolled up onto a house and it's and for whatever reason uh, he thought something was going on at this house. Uh, the guy, the, the, the person being questioned was black, but lived at this place. Okay. And so he asked for an ID and the guy was like, no, I'm not going to give you an ID. That and, was in Texas. Uh, it wasn't Texas. Like corporate Galveston, wasn't it? I don't know where it was. Yard, had a sign in the front yard. I don't, I don't, I don't know specifically where it was, but I watched the whole thing. Was and, it a Hispanic cop in the, in the video? Yes. Yeah, it I looked to be. I seen that. Uh, it was down in Galveston. Kind of a, a fatter white guy. Was also mm-hmm. there. He was, he was a constable. The other guy was a constable, right? And the the guy who lived, the resident at this house, was saying, "I don't have to provide you my ID unless I am being charged with a crime or investigating. Yeah, investigating. What's the crime? I and he quote. He said, "I got, I got book. I got a library in here, and I've done my homework because uh, I'm not going to get you know pulled over and then charged with something bogus." Right, so he did his homework. I mean, very intelligent way to go about it. Make sure you know the law right. before you have any kind of interaction with law enforcement and real law, not like YouTube laws and clips. Like <laughs> you better know what you're doing. You're going to right. Something bad situation. Right. So you, so he was having the, uh, he was having the constable recite that law, and so the constable said, uh, "Yeah, we can detain you for failure to provide an ID." And he's like, "Keep going, right. keep yeah, going. Like, I tell me the too. whole thing." And uh, and he said, and it was, if you have been charged with a crime or if uh, uh, you are the suspect, maybe the suspect of an investigation right. or Prob- Probable cause. And leads to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. For sure. So, uh, but he was, this guy's quoting this stuff and I'm sitting back like, okay, um, this is house. I mean, I, to me, if as long as he can prove that it's his house, then... There's nothing wrong at all, which to me is the kind of the part of the situation where maybe he should have just provided the ID. It would have had the address. So on the ID. Right. So here's, but he like, could have, but he so here's he doesn't the, have to though. Right. right. That's fair. <clears throat> that's fair. So that's both sides of it, right? So if I live there and I'm not doing anything wrong, right? I don't have to do anything, anything. right? Now, but then there's the other side of it from the from the officer's perspective. And again, I didn't see this video. I don't know what you're talking about, but in this scenario. If the officer had a legitimate reason uh-huh. to ask me, like, for example, let's say I lock myself out of my house. And so I'm trying to climb in the window or something stupid. And a, and a okay. cop comes up and sees me doing that. Sure. Hey, can you prove this is your, well, this is my house. I don't have to prove anything. Well, dude, you're like trying to break in the window. Like, yeah, it you looks know, suspicious. So, okay. And that's where he's talking about probable so, so cause. So legally, I you don't look like you're breaking in. I don't have to do anything, but I'm going to because it, 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 okay, it so, addresses a situation. But here's, you know no, but here's what. What it is? It is a decision, right? It is. So I'm I'm just agreeing with him that I would do that 
to defuse the situation because that's all it, it that makes that would sense. Do. That's all. But that, that doesn't would mean do that I have to defuse the situation. So what I what I'm getting tired of is seeing the sensationalized video clips, right? Because somebody's trying to make a point or whatever. And where I, there's, they show you 45 seconds of a video that went on for 32, 32, right. 33 minutes. Right. So if this, if this cop was, uh, this, this video is about five to 10 minutes. I think it was. If this cop, the first few minutes passed this house two or three times, which I think even uh, he addressed it in the little clip that we watched, uh, like he drove past the house and then backed up because he saw a black man walking down the driveway. Or something. I think like, they were like moving in or out, and they had a sell sign, so they were like, "Oh, you're trespassing. You don't own this." It may, like, yeah, it may have been that, but at the same time, in every situation, I don't care what the situation is. In every situation, cooler heads are going to prevail. If things get heated, bad things are going to happen. That's human nature, unfortunately, right? Um, so when, when people get aggressive, they're going to be met with aggression. When people, when people get docile, they're going to be met with calm. Generally speaking, I know that there are, there are circumstances which we're also talking about their, their pockets, right? There's pockets of, of systemic racism. There's, there's pockets of white supremacy. There's pockets of... Um, whatever the extreme is of whatever we're talking about. But at the same time, largely speaking, uh, you're going to be met with how you interact, with your method of interaction. I will say I agree that certain part, but I also <laughs> believe what, what you have prior experience is going to lead up to that. So if you're, if you're an officer and no I'm going to deal with freaking buttheads every day, you're going to have a certain disposition going into it. Yeah. But if you're constantly, you know, getting harassed or getting pulled out of your car, yeah. you have disposition to the authority, whatever it may be. Yeah. So that's why I think you got to rely to the letter of the law. What is, what is legal? What's constitution? Yeah. And what is it? Now, again, no question. I, I had to talk. My father, you know, he, he, he told me how to interact with law enforcement. You know, never, he man never had a felony. I've never had a felony. Yeah. But Hey, my proof of insurance in my glove box. Do you mind if I open like stuff like that? Yeah, I choose to do those things. Sure, I should not have to do those things. Sure. So you can understand if somebody and I've I'm, I grew up in an environment where I wouldn't. Now I grew up right down the street. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the demographics are different here when, when I grew up. The, now I did get did pulled you say over Democrats. Demographics. Oh, Democrats. <laughs> now, I thought he said. I, I thought heard, he said Democrats. I heard too. No, Democrats. <laughs> so driving through my neighborhood, I forgot we went there. I forgot my stuff twice, and coming from. Uh, Near Sunnyville on uh-huh. Top Town Road, yeah, to where just under where the Easy Mart is underneath yeah. there, yeah, going back and forth. I had to go back twice. We got pulled over three times that night, really, just in that little area, really, right. And saying wow. that we had reports of break breaking, we, I mean, you just saw us come up and down the street, like, yeah, well, you know what I mean, yeah. so uh-huh. I, I can understand that, but I, I choose to to interact, and it has, I mean, you know, it's a situation where one, you know, I was speeding, coming down back from coach convention, uh-huh. putting a dip in, and. He's like, is everything okay? I was like, oh, I'm just packing a day. He's like, oh, okay, I'll make sure you're right. Well, you have a good day, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. You know, it's all about how you approach it. But both, you can't, but, but it, you it, can't it, legislate how people oh my react God. to certain situations. But, but it's can both I, can I go, people. But can I go back to your if first example? If the cop is automatically at on edge, right. then he... Like you said, you're going to be met with that. If you, you're going to project then that, the and then perp, be, 
or whatever is going to meet him on edge. The same, I agree. And so I that's agree. the thing is, and then, oh God, and then when the person who is being pulled over is meeting the cop on edge, now automatically the cop thinks something's wrong, right? And doesn't look right. introspectively, doesn't look in the mirror, exactly. doesn't think, doesn't think, well, I came up to this car already hand on my gun or whatever, which I guess they kind of have to when they're walking into the situation unknowing, but not like not mentally hand on my gun. Like he's thinking, I got to pull this, I'm pull it off. I'm, I'm, this is, this is going to be rough because I'm pissed. Whatever just happened, my last call or whatever, you know, this guy tried to run and I had to chase him down and I'm out of, <laughs> whatever. And then now my side hurts. Yeah. And now I got to deal with another jackass and now I got to take him down. Right. I mean, he's already on edge. He's going to be met that way. And so I think it's every parent's responsibility to teach their kids how to interact with law enforcement. I don't care who they are. Uh, my dad, whenever he told me, if you get pulled over, have your insurance and your ID in your hand already. Just do it. And if you don't have your insurance, uh, well, you better be making a phone call pretty quick before they get up there well, or and, something. And so I was going to say the same thing when you gave your first example of asking before you reach in the glove box or whatever. I mean, my parents taught me that like, that's what I do. And so I don't really feel now. Do I have to do that? No. But if I don't, uh, you know, then, then things can happen. And so, and I understand, I'm not trying to say that there aren't sometimes that the color of the skin plays into, I'm not saying it, but what I'm saying is it's not just a, a black thing to, to try to, approach a situation in the least confrontational way possible. I've been taught that as well, if, if that makes sense. So, you know, that's, no. But, you, but you said the same it goes thing, to so. what he said earlier, that everybody <clears throat> brings in prior experience right. to every situation. So if you were pulled over and you were, uh, and you were harassed or whatever. And I have been. Right. Uh, we've talked about it. Yeah. Um, um, what's, what's the word? Unjustly. Then the next time you get pulled over by a cop, your your first instinct's like, well, okay, here we go again. What does this guy want? Right, right. You know, what did I do now or whatever? Like you're already you're bringing in that that previous experience, but at the same time, the way that you said that you do go about things is, you have that previous experience, so you have it in you have it in your pocket, but you also have that that uh, the courtesy or the 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 wherewithal. To know if I'm cordial, if I don't approach the situation negatively, we'll probably have a positive outcome. But that requires willingness to do that. It requires self-control to do that. It requires, and there are stupid people everywhere that decide to uh, just act the fool. And it, it doesn't matter who they are. You know, it, most of the time they're young. Most of the time, they're somewhere between 16 and 25 years old because they think they're above the law or they think they're, they don't have to be told what to do. They think that uh, they're an adult now, so, you know, everything should be given to them or, or whatever, you know, uh, or everything had been given to them. And so that shouldn't change, right? And it doesn't matter who they are if, if they're going to go into a situation thinking, it's not my fault, then they're automatically going to be extremely defensive trying to 
claim it's their, it's the other person's fault or it's the person who pulled him over who's acting wrong or whatever. Again, the pockets exist. We've seen the videos of ridiculous thing. I, did you see the, uh, did you see the army officer get pulled over? Pepper sprayed and pulled uh, out of through his window? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I didn't see that. They, they pulled over a felony stop. They pulled him over saying it was a felony stop. They they had their guns drawn already. He's in full uniform, by the way. He's in full army fatigue. He's officer, lieutenant? I think so. He's lieutenant or captain. What'd they stop him for? Uh, <laughs> failure to stop yeah, or, or signal or something. Or yeah. tinted windows or something. Like, I don't know. I mean, it was. So, how is that a felony stop? I don't know. It was done. The way they addressed it was a felony. Yeah, they were deep. The way they addressed it was this is a felony <laughs> stop. We have the oh, right to saying, take okay. you out of the car and, put, and do all this and process whatever. He, the dude pulled over into a lit gas station. That dude's fired, by the way, that did that. I think the only thing that he did wrong was... I think he perpetuated the anger of whatever was going on. I think he perpetuated the the person who wasn't wanting to deal with any garbage. Okay? Uh, he was an instigator. Well, no. I think I think to a degree I don't think it so. turned to instigation to the point where he wasn't getting what he wanted, so he was going to continue doing it until he but did. But how is he instigating if he didn't? Instigating is he didn't initiate any of that, so how can you instigate to that? Okay, antagonize. Well, that might be the better he didn't, word. He didn't smile and play happy is what it was. Right. Again, some people choose to do that, but that's not qualified. You don't, Again. You don't base rights or lose rights based on – Approaching situation how is very subjective how you should be able to approach it or shouldn't do those things. Right. Again, everybody has Agreed. prior experiences. Right. Same with officers. They come in and be a you know, douchebag about it, or they can come in and be like, Hey, this is what's going on. Right. Not. They choose those things and what you do, what you choose for every action is a reaction. Absolutely. So and, and uh, whoever starts the negative part of it, if you start downhill, then don't be surprised when you're at the bottom of a hill. Like regardless of, of where it is. Absolutely. But people are different and And it you, requires it. That's why I'm saying it requires a cool head. It because on both sides. No, no, no. At least on no, one. On one side, because the person well, that has authority needs to have the cool head. How many times in a classroom have you had some idiot do something and he's trying to get the attention and you took him outside, just talked to him, calmed him down, right. and the rest of the day was was peaceful, or the rest of the hour right. or whatever was peaceful, uh, because you had a cool head about you. You didn't right. let what you didn't let his gaining of attention or trying to get attention take over and make you so, pissed off and everything as a teacher with low high stake low risk why is that more um the norm and expected of teachers but when you have a life and death situation with firearms involved you still want to put the the mo the majority of the load on the citizen wherever again race creed code has nothing to do with it when you have a position of authority you need to have the cooler head or you need to find a different job well i'm not talking about the majority of the responsibility being that. on the citizen um that's, but I think none of us on the citizen. I think it's all on a police officer. Well, you signed up for that job, right? You you born, you're a citizen. You, you can't get out of that. No. But you took that job and you say you do or you don't. But, if you're not but, fit for that job, you shouldn't be doing it. But as a citizen, you have to understand that the officer, regardless of his passion, he may be a rookie. It doesn't matter. If you are aggressive, it's going to put him on the defensive. And as the officer... That's that's how you're going to react. So because because but you, as you you're mentioned, of aggression it, and somebody else begins because as you mentioned, things, it is grades. life and death on both sides. 
Okay, so let police me you, officers kill people, uh, but people not, kill no. police officers. Are you? What do you mean? No, 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 because they chose to do that job. Okay, so so for aggression, for well, example, so for if, your, if perce- your perceived if aggression, so, if is there's from wait, actual aggression. if there's a school shooting and a teacher dies, it's a teacher's fault because they chose that that knowing that there are school shootings. Yeah. Okay. You're, I mean, you're kind of going apples and oranges. That's not. You're kind of going apples and oranges. No, my here. point is, I understand fair. the officer chose the job, but the officer didn't choose to to we volunteer can, to get shot. We can get into this. I'm like saying later. I chose teaching, but I didn't volunteer to get cussed out by a bad student. That's part of what you're going through, is it not? So you're saying a police officer should expect uh, yeah, that in the I normal think, course of their job, they're going to get shot and die. That is a possibility. Courtney, no, I we think know you're it's a possibility. In, in your analogy, but at the same time. At the same time, the the level of what he's trying to say and the level of what you... I'm sorry. I've lived through it, and I got charged with a felony because a cop was threatened. The I was dating a chick. She punched me in the face. Somebody, the reported domestic disturbance. Uh-huh. So his thoughts are mad that I hit her. So I got a sure. nighttime, I got a baton coming out. I told him I, what happened. Now I have a gun pointing to my face. Okay. So... His level of aggression, his perception of aggression, uh-huh. was towards me, and I was a victim. Yeah, I had to go to federal. I had to go to an actual district court, spend seven thousand dollars on a lawyer, uh-huh. and order not to have a felony in my record. I had to actually go to trial behind this. Yeah, that didn't and sound right. And I was right. a victim behind it. But yeah. but that wasn't. Me? But that wasn't the scenario I was describing. I'm saying, but so, you, but you're, you said aggression. If you're being aggressive, uh-huh. his perce- his perception of aggression was me being mad, being punched in the face. Yeah. So me reacting to being a victim was his reaction of being an aggressor. Okay. So now I have to so, go, I have to go through all, all through all this for what? Okay. So I can I can agree with you that it's, it's subjective. Point, you know? I can agree with you it's, it's subjective. subjective. But, but he knew that when he took the job and he wasn't even on duty. He was working a, he was working a uh, uh, extra job on the on the side of he it. He was like being security. Right. So he would right. So he okay. wasn't even like in patrol. You're in a Walmart, bro, and you're trying to you pulling a gun. Not even in uniform. On a twenty year old? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he was in he was uniform. Oh, he wasn't yeah, full he was uniform? uniform. Oh, okay. yeah, it was around Christmas time, but my Okay. But still, so if you don't know the facts, so now because you don't know the facts, you don't know what's going on. Your perceived aggression is being towards me, and now I've been victimized twice at this point. Uh huh. Right. But so I'm one not, by but, the girl, right? One, uh, and one. And then by third by the, the court system, I got to pay money that I barely even had because I just happened to always work when right. I was in college. So right. I've been victimized three times. I'm never. I've been never been made whole. But I'm not. I, but I was, I'm not I was saying a that's okay. I'm not saying right that's okay because of a charge of it. Okay. So. As a citizen, I'm not I didn't, saying that's I didn't, okay. I know, but I'm saying as a citizen, I never signed up for that, right? You never signed up for saying well, that, that I got schooling from my father. I got, you know, how you should do, how you shouldn't do things. Not everybody has those things. But as an officer, you got to know that, hey, people are people. You're going to deal with a-holes and that nature, things yeah. of that nature. So I could have let that experience sour me even more uh-huh. or woke me up and saying, hey, I got to be more careful with my P's and Q's because people can get out here and get you. They say you did something, you did it, yeah. right? How am I going to be found not guilty, went to trial? Actual trial, trial found not guilty, and I still can't do a ride along because of a charge that was bullcorn. Yeah, now that's uh, that's fair. So, so I'm, I've seen from both sides, you know, from both sides. If I understand right. that they have a dangerous job, okay, but you signed up for that job, right. and realistically, if somebody I, does, I didn't say shooting, you, I didn't say that you should feel sorry for them because they didn't know what they were signing up for. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, so don't put all the onus on the citizens. I didn't, but I did, I literally said both sides. You were the one that put it all on one side multiple times. I've seen both that. sides though. No, I you, found you in law enforcement. You, I'm no, my neighbor in law enforcement. I know, but you like, literally said all of the onus is on the officer, not the citizen, and that's Correct. not true. Of course it's not it true. is. Of course it is. Because if the citizen's aggressive to the officer, that's then, part they're, of the job. then they're going to. So that's like me saying a kid resp- come and cuss okay. me out, and I could just slap somebody out, and be like, "Well, he's aggressive to me, so I just slapped him out, so he needs to go to reassignment." That makes no sense. But in law enforcement, that's not that what will I said. Happen. I didn't say that that it gives them a license to do anything. 
What I said was if one side escalates, the other side's going to escalate as well. That's how it works. Now, but it doesn't work both ways. Now, in your situation. If I escalate and he escalates, that's given. But if he escalates and I don't escalate, I could still be, I'm subjected to whatever happens. But you, just, but you just mentioned in your situation as a teacher, you use that example, is it's not life and death. So it's different. There's no penalty for you if you don't defend yourself. There's no, you're, you, the kid cusses at you and you don't do anything about it. You're not, you, your wife's not getting a call that you died. But if, if it's a police officer and the guy is a, exhibits aggressive behavior that could potentially be threatening, then he's, he's going to react to that. That, and that would be the same. You, you so wouldn't I, okay, expect so somebody that signed up for the military to, to not, uh, not defend themselves or not be ready to, to uh, deal with a, a, an aggressive situation. In a combat zone? Yeah. Anywhere. Okay. okay, so so we're going We're talking about a combat zone versus American society. Okay. I'm talking anywhere. Get, I think both of y'all's analogies went pretty far field. I mean, the analogy of a cop doing his job. Well, the problem is there's not another there there's not another job like it that you can use as the example. I that, agree. That's the problem. With, I agree with that. I would say the But only, why are they always getting the pass saying, you know, the shield, I, the blue light, but I didn't say that nature like But I didn't say that. But no. you, you said it's I equal. Said you said it's on both sides. sides. It's not on both sides. It is How on both sides. How are you going to make the citizen say, make sure this cop feels comfortable? How's that on? A, how's that onus on a citizen saying, make sure he's not feeling threatened? Because I was in that situation what? where I, I've seen it. Like, I'm okay. not thinking hypothetically. I'm saying that you imagine someone hitting you in the face. You're trying to do the right thing by not hitting a female first off. I understand. Trying to get out of there. And you still have a gun in your face. So, but but can I... Can I Say something, but you, what, uh, what, what I'm, I'm saying, saying, saying a lot I'm, of people say I'm making, those are bad cops. But no, no, no. I'm making point, a general. Like, I'm making a general statement. But absolutely, there are individual situations where one side or the other overreacts. I 100% agree. I'm not saying that your situation was handled the way that it should have, or that it was your fault. I'm not. I don't. I don't know all the details of your situation. I'm not talking about that. What I'm saying is, in general, as we said earlier, typically people are going to be, respond back in the way that they are uh, uh, approached. And, and that's not, it happened. I mean, that's, okay, that's, let me, that's let me just ask people. people. Let that's, me. that's like saying I'm a manager at a, at a restaurant and somebody got attitude and I want to get the money back and I'm totally shocked and I shouldn't have to deal with this nonsense. Like that's, but that's, I didn't, let me I ask didn't you say you didn't have to deal let with me it. Ask you I didn't a say you had to deal with it. Right, but that's, like saying, but that's like saying to customer, well, you should make sure that I feel comfortable because it's both of us. I'm the manager, you're the customer, but we got to make sure we're both seeing. I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm a manager and some dude cops an attitude with me, that ain't going to fly. That's I'll fine. tell you but that right I'm, now. If I'm that customer and I don't never cop attitude and something's wrong and you already been dealing with other people who want to free this and free that and you come to me with that same demeanor, then that's my fault. I'm not coming to the establishment again. But wait, can you do that in police? But then that's, you can't that's do that in police fault, force. Though. You can't say I'm never going to act with a police officer again. That you're was, going to have you're being forced to interact. with That people was the right closer wrong. analogy, I would say. You can't just say no, that, I don't deal with police officer. I'm not stopping today. And that's fine. So what I'm saying is, is so should should the officer uh, attempt to treat any every situation individually as much as possible? Yes. Don't you don't you don't carry over from something somebody else onto you a different person no, you, you shouldn't you shouldn't but it does but, human nature but but his, but that's that's my point is human nature we know this is humans it cops are humans citizens are human it doesn't matter we know human nature and so as a okay. result of knowing I'll, human I'll nature okay there should yes be no. but think let about me add, immunity they know at the back of my mind if it gets worse and i feel and i have to make a decision i know that this is going to protect me regardless right so you here, have that buffer there 
Where if I'm not sure, maybe, hey, we'll do it and we'll discuss it later and deal with it. Okay, so I'll That's argue. That's a little different. From, I would argue with you, you know? not with you, but for you in that point, that the police officer's main job is to protect. Okay. Okay. I agree. So their initial thoughts should not be aggression. Correct. If they are, they're, they're protecting themselves. If that is their initial it, thought, it, that's correct, and that's where the prior experience and whatever the variables are. I don't know what they are because I'm not in that situation. But whatever the variables are, they're in their head, and they themselves are in their own head. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Going back to the situation that you described, how were you met by the officer initially? With the nightclub. He had the one. He had the baton. He came out, sir. I need to talk to you. He pulled it out. Had it ready to go. No, when I walked up to him, he snapped it out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was, he was quick on the, on the, on the baton. When you first come in by the baskets. Okay. She hit me, went back outside. I'm like, I don't have my cell phone. (laughs) Okay. I need to get a call back when people had calling cards. Okay. I was going to the kiosk to get a calling card. Okay. So you're 20 ish. Yeah. Okay. What was your initial reaction when he did that? It's gonna. I know it's probably oh, yeah. very difficult for you to recall. No, it wasn't. directly. No, it wasn't. Okay. What the f is this dude doing? Okay. So your initial reaction was anger times two. Okay. Okay. I mean, I'm just using because realistically, I would have punched her in the face and walked out. It wouldn't even been an issue. But I, I was raised better than that. Right. So okay. So you're already angry that number one, you got hit. And you wanted to retaliate, but you couldn't because you're a better person Correct. than that. And number two, Dang, dude, I got my cell phone. I got to get a calling card. Dude with a home. nightstick is coming up to you, Correct. blaming you, probably because of how you look in terms of size. That's right. Courtney, you're a big dude, I, I get right? It. Offensive lineman. But know the facts, right? though. Absolutely. Don't go assuming things like, no. oh, he's big. He must have been just Abs- beat the hell out of a white woman. Like, that's, that doesn't make any sense. Absolutely. Well, that, you know? that's, uh, like, that's probably what he thought. Right or wrong or indifferent, it doesn't matter. If if I'm Hulk Hogan, but it does matter. Right? You're talking about life and death again. When you're looking no. at a barrel of a gun in your face and you did nothing wrong, that it's kind of life and death. And well, it, it does matter. It wasn't a okay. Okay, well, let's just okay. Let's just break it down. It wasn't a gun at first. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Your uh, reaction to him brought the gun on. Would you agree with that? No. Okay, then what? Oh, yeah, I guess my reaction, yeah. Okay, so so the nightstick didn't do it for him. I walked right past him to try to get a calling card. I wouldn't even worry about that dude, though. Okay, and then he brought the gun because you... I wouldn't apply... You, I wouldn't you weren't, with the direction. Yeah, you weren't right. following orders or whatever the right. thing is. Okay, so at that point, uh, what could you have done to prevent the gun being pointed at you? Hit her in her face and walked out. It wouldn't have been went to that point. <laughs> See what I'm saying? No, so no, no, yes, no. I could have but calmed down, get... but that's not my responsibility. I know, but you can't. I, that's I, not my responsibility. Is it? Is it my responsibility to calm down? And say, sir, this is what happened. Da da da. Even though you have a camera right there, and whoever called it could have probably said, "Hey, this woman just hit this dude." They're arguing in, in, in by the cart entry. Well, okay. So I'm supposed to calm down. Like I know he's he's got a hard job. I just got hit in my face. I got assaulted. Now I'm being I'm being a, a subject of no. domestic violence. And what I'm saying. In my face. What I'm saying is. Here's my thing. The woman what, being what, whoever she but was. But me walking away, was that justify you pulling a gun on somebody? That's not that's not wrong. I don't disagree with that at all. Like he clearly made assumptions of some capacity as and you now you're said. And you're gonna pull a gun and somebody's walking away? Right. And I turn around and you like if you move again, I'm gonna shoot you. 
Right. His resolve. No one's life's in jeopardy now. Right. There's no violence. I never threatened a guy. I never ran up on him. Right. I never saw him do this and that the other. I sure. kept walking to get out of the situation. So his resolve was to make you feel threatened. Correct. Like, completely. But then he said, I threatened him. That's why I got charged with assault on a police officer. Okay. And, the, and honestly, the judge, he let him have it. And the trial, at the end of it, he freaking let him have it. How old was the cop, roughly? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So the judge potentially believing an older guy over a younger kid. Potentially. No. At the same time, it could be believing a white man over a black man. I was found not guilty. It was a bench trial. I was found not guilty. No, no. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You said that he you went back charged. with a police officer. Yes. He was charged, but he was found not guilty. Right. Okay. And it was a bench trial. And then the DA didn't want to freaking do anything with it. said, we're going to trial. We want jail time. My lawyer's like, this is, we're going to eat this case up. Don't worry about it. Okay, so I thought you just said the judge let him have it. Let him have it. Oh, he like, he let he you, yes, he, like this, he barked this man into him very bad. Deeply. Okay, 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 okay. deeply, good, good. Like, that's your responsibility. Which is what should have happened ultimately. Uh, he should have had that lesson already ingrained in him. You would think initially never should have gotten that far. Correct. Okay, great. I misunderstood you. Okay, uh, hold on. Can I ask for a clarification real quick on a couple things? The the story. Let's go one at a time. Yeah. No. No. <clears throat> so. Uh, you said that he he came at you with the baton, right? I was walking in, <clears throat> and then but you just walked off. Yeah. So you hadn't at that point told him what happened. You just walked off. I mean, I told her she just hit me. I mean, I wasn't elaborating on it. So you just said she just hit me and walked off. Correct. Okay. So imagine for a second that you're a police officer, and you get called from another party. Say there's a domestic disturbance. You come up. There's a guy and a girl. Oh. Nope, she wasn't even there. Okay. She's so she, gone. She's okay. nowhere to be found. Well, so that's okay. So then there's another thing. So you've got allegedly a domestic disturbance. You've got a second party that's not there, that can't say anything, that can't. Maybe she's dead. That, I mean, we don't know. <laughs> Right, but wouldn't there be and, a body in the store? She was dead. There'd be something. There'd Did, be something. It's not like it was in different parts of the well, store. Where you no, walk no, no, in the no, store, there was, you can see the door. It's like literally right there. No, Courtney, she could be dead. Okay, she's dead. Well, I mean, she or uh, <laughs> she's behind. A, who knows? She vanished. No, she but, was like one of the video games. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, they don't know. She responded right? on those other stores. <laughs> so if you don't know, then be slow to go. If you don't no, know, no, then why are you being so aggressive? Hold on, hold on. I'm not saying. I'm not saying he should have brought out the baton. I'm not. I'm not justifying that. What I'm saying is, if you're him and you show up, say you don't even bring out the baton, but you show up. If he would have this guy's hey, involved going on? in a we domestic, a great okay, but but this guy's involved in a domestic disturbance, victim of, not involved with a victim of. But we don't. He doesn't know that yeah. at the time. Okay, he's, he's that's your job. What's their job at that point? What is their job? Okay, but right? you have to stand around and talk for him to investigate. You don't have a nightclub up. And we're gonna have you, a conversation okay, for twenty but minutes. You just said uh, I got hit and walked off, and he's like, "Wait a minute, this guy." He's part of the domestic service. I need to figure out what's going on. I'm not going to let him go until I know what's going on. What do you, What would you do? So if, if a woman, you're the so cop, wait, so he's wait, trying wait, to wait. ask. No, we're if just, you're we the got, cop. We got too many variables, right? First off, you said <laughs> that the citizen has that same responsibility. Okay. I'm a big black dude. I get that. Whatever. Okay. If I had been a small five foot seven, five foot six, then would that reaction have been the same if I was a white male? Of course not. Because he wouldn't have felt threatened. His main deal was he felt threatened. I don't know. There are a lot of, I agree are, with him no, well, based horse, on his I'm assumption. I'm not trying to curse. Horse crap. Yeah. If I had been You're a small about white man. bringing out the baton. Yes, from the beginning. I okay, think that's I'm possible. Into it. That's with, possible. With but us it's not, your job to. You, you, he's getting paid. 
He's a professional. I'm a citizen. It is your job to investigate and see what's on that. It's not my job to make you feel comfortable. So you it is. You uncomfortable. If you I would say, argue. Hey, man, what's going on? You okay? What's going on? All right, this is what happened. Da, da, da. Okay, well, hey, let me get a report. Conversation is wholly different. When you come up aggressive, aggression with aggression. It wasn't aggression. It was dismissive. Like, what are you talking about? I just got hit in my face. There's nothing you can do. Yeah. I know I know. I didn't do anything wrong. Right. So why should I have to appease you in order to make you feel comfortable? With the baton, next thing you know, you got a gun in my face. So that, okay, so I, I would. I don't stop and talk to you? I would I would come argue on, that, number one, come on now. that's your, that's. But at the time, you a, are a suspect. At the time. How? Okay. Because you're because involved he didn't in know. the domestic disturbance that he was called about. Okay. And he doesn't know anything. He just rolled up on the scene. But well, how do you know okay, about no, two other people? Said that how do you know I was one of the two people that had the investigation? Well, okay. If they had that much, if they had that much, That's if they a, had that much, well, I don't you're know. both I, kind I, of I making know. fair points. If they had that much description, they would have said, hey, she hit him in the face. That's if true. the guy wearing this shirt, that he got hit in the face, this was going on. Maybe. It could have been 10 but, other but people. But we don't know. Time. But we don't know. Well, what you know. I, I don't know. You know what they said when they called? No, I know what I what happened to me. Okay, I know. But, but I'm the citizen. But I'm not you the authority. don't know what information but I'm not the authority. that the officer was That's given. not my job to know. It's their job to find out. And they, they, which is why they did what they had to do to keep you around to find out. Put that's my point. Put a gun on me? Well, what, I mean, no, I'm no. not saying that's, that they should have done that. I'm not saying they should have done that. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that. Nah, I'm good on that. Okay. I, I mean, I, I can't. I'm good I, on that. Listen, here's. I mean, this isn't like hypothetical. This is something that actually happened. Here's the situation. If you're in the same situation to, and the same right. oh, course may, of events happen, you don't know what's going you. on. Let me be extra nice to him so I don't feel right. threatened by my stature that. and my skin I, color. I tell you school. right now, I'd be pissed off if I had just gotten hit <laughs> and an officer comes up, whatever. And But you know what I'm going to be doing? I'm going to be standing there running my mouth to the officer. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'll be like, man, this over here just hit me and this, this was going on i was saying i mean i'm not going it i'm not just gonna be like i'm out and what so I'm here, just not doing that. there are variables at play here that are intrinsic that aren't color of the skin uh that aren't uh uh well no they're they're assumptive as well okay so number one size versus the police let's just say how big was this guy he's smaller dude okay so he but initially you were small when you when you when you took the job if you're that scared to pull weapons out, you should not be a police officer. That's okay. fair. If, if that's your go-to, okay. It wasn't a violent. It wasn't a life or death situation where I'm choking. I, no, no. Was choking them out. Or what I'm, I'm saying, somebody or like, right. oh, I'm kill everybody in here. What I'm saying is the cop clearly made an assumption. Okay, clearly, he clearly made an assumption. The wrong that one. The right that six three six three two ninety three fifteen. Yeah, then I was about three twenty. Okay, uh, had to have been the aggressor, and he's. He probably got a little nervous. Okay, did skin color have to do something with it? Maybe, possibly. I'm in Kansas. There's okay. probably ten of us at the time up there. So yeah, but, I would but, say that. Okay, but to be fair, okay. you don't. Okay, you don't that's think, funny. Okay, but, okay, hold on, but, but to no, be fair, stop, if you let were me white, finish talking. six four three twenty, he wouldn't be intimidated. Nope. Okay, so here's the deal. Nope. Okay. Nope. Intimidate to the point of pulling a gun. Okay. Intimidate to the point of pulling a gun. Maybe. Okay, so here's the deal. I'm just going to cut Maybe, you off right. whenever you You're don't right. let me talk. He was a punk. He might have been. He might have been. That dude was a scary little something. So here's been. here's the other thing. But if you're that scary, don't be a cop. If you're that scared of people, you have no reason carrying a gun and a badge and, a, and, and just the protection of whatever happens after that. When you're 20 years old, you're invincible. Fair enough. Most 20, most early 20, late teen, early 20, individuals are invincible they can do whatever they want to do without thought without any kind of consideration of recourse and all that other stuff so you're at the 
you're in college, right, at this time. So you're kind of at the height of your uh, your playing career. Correct. And so you have this. You also have this intrinsic attitude of I didn't do anything wrong. I'm out of here. And so it's it it's not aggression from the standpoint of of you uh, threatening the police officer, which is how it got portrayed in Correct. the in the charge or whatever. But it is it is aggression from the standpoint of I don't got to do what this guy says I got to do because because I'm 20 years old and I I know what's right and I'm no, invincible. No, it was because I just got victimized and I don't know why he's in my face. But but at the same time I did nothing wrong. Right. I'm invincible. I shouldn't have to do all this stuff. I, I would take the invincible part of it. No no no. I'm just saying that all 20 year olds, young 20s have that have that mentality that like I I can do what I want to do. Would you agree with that? Would you agree with that? I agree. You're with that. A, you're a parent of a young twenty year old, and that's not related to your situation. Right. We already it's, having this conversation. Right. right. I got a so. I got a seventeen year old, and she is so close to that mentality. Uh, so going back, all go, I'm saying is that say there's somebody intrinsic... hits you, don't hit them back. Right. That's a new. Don't hit them back. Get the authorities. Right. So so if you're living by that, like when you know you know what you've been raised with. I was raised yeah. at a young age. Like my sister's nine years older than me. Right. Uh-huh. Taught me how to fight. One time she was beating the brakes off of me. I literally kicked her self defense. Okay, you know what happened? My dad got home. You got in trouble. I went to the garage. He beat me like I freaking owed him money for three years because you yeah. don't hit women. Exactly. Right. That's, that's so right. from from then on. I know because that's one still, and it goes back to past you know past experiences. I right. know I did right because I did not put my hands on this woman after she right. punched me in the face. Right. Josh, in the, in the, in, the, in the I'm not when just, I got booked. I had a black eye in the photo. Like it was she played baseball or softball at K State. She she she, she was she pretty good. Yes, it was swollen. Okay. Very very. Hey, so can I ask why you got hit? <laughs> I'm curious. I did a little dirt. Uh, okay. Got caught up. It was like that's why I don't mess with you now. Da, da. Wow. Okay. And I was like, right. mm, mm, hey. don't hit her, don't hit her. I was that's like, funny. Mm. she left. I went. I'm get calling card. Hey. I don't have my phone with me. She's my ride home. I got to get her. Can ride I? Can I? I, I want to say something. Though. I want to make sure you know when I say this is I am not at all saying that race wasn't a factor because I don't know if it was. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know. I'm just coming from the standpoint of. I don't necessarily assume that it was. And, that, and I want to say, and I, I want to clarify so, this. So that's all this. I'm saying. I don't want 100%. you. I don't want you to think I'm no, saying. Not at all. Well, no, it couldn't have been a fact because no. it could have been. Yeah. Here's my, here's, here's that, my thing. That's an assumption here, we have to here, make. Here's my right. thing. Here's my thing. It shouldn't matter if I don't care if I was a five foot seven. I agree. White person, matter. you have no. You you're a person of authority. You're a figure of authority. Yeah. You have no reason enforcing that authority on an undue undue term. No matter what your creed is, no matter what your race is. Yeah. And I think it's where a lot of people get mixed up. Yeah. And they say it's them and not us, or it's us and not them. Yeah. And then they realize all of us are them, and all, all of them are us. Yeah. So when it happens, one person can have another person, and that's where I think it's closed off from. Right. Now, me personally, I do believe it has something to do with race, but regardless of whether I've been okay. white or black, it's wrong and it's oppressive. Yeah. Period. Sure. Period. Whenever Agreed. citizens are being threatened to, right, and that's the way I think you get way to it because you understand there are white people getting shot down by police officers of that nature, but the media can't sensationalize that. They can't get emotional right. response off of that. Yeah. So it doesn't make the media. But whenever it happens, regardless of what it is, that is wrong. Okay. I agree that with you. I agree with you 100%. I agree with you. So, now this happened to be me because that's my experience, but right. no one should go through that. That's, that makes no sense. Right. So I want to I want to say to Chris's point earlier, where he was trying to say there's responsibility on both sides, and all the analogies were were garbage <laughs> because I'm sure they, they were, were they were they were too far field and and too high, too sensationalized uh, of the for the analogy. But 
there are too many circumstances as it is now where cops are losing their lives, victims are losing their lives. Too many people are losing their lives on a traffic stop Agreed. or a, a, a call, a 911 call, because somebody's doing something stupid, whether it's the police officer doing something stupid, he's going in hot-headed, or whether it's the, the person who was called on was doing something stupid, reaching for a gun whenever told not to reach, not told not to do something, keep your hands where you can see them, blah, 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 whatever, and then they don't, right? Like, simple little commands that aren't difficult. Well, at the same, at that time, in those situations, to your point, Chris, the officer's life's life or lives, depending on how many are there, is in the hands of the people that is in front of him. But at the same time, the people that's in front of them, their life is in the officer's hands. Because it is um, it is intrinsic, it's inherent that somebody in a that somebody that has a gun on their hip has to assume the potential of a gun somewhere else. I'm not saying in your situation because you were outside walking around going to get a, a calling card. Uh, but he has to make sure that, number one, the person that he's out there trying to help, he is trying to protect. And number two, he just has to be on guard for his own life because it's in the hands of somebody else until it's not. Which is why there's onus on both sides. I would argue with you that the onus is largely on the police officer because that is their job to diffuse situation, to investigate situation, and then to make the best possible decision in those situations. But it's it's partly on the other person as well in terms of how do they want it to go. They can choose which direction to steer the conversation or steer the ship a lot of times with a simple reaction or simple uh, following of an of a order, right? Now, the cop, his first, question, his first thing should be a question. What's going on? Right. Um, why did I get this phone call? What are you doing here? My first word, sir, you need to stop. Right. Those are the first words. Right. Click, sir, you need to stop. Right. What? Right. Now you're telling. Right. What? Right. Exactly. So the the point is, is that there is, there's onus everywhere. Like, can, can, so real quick, do you, if it had been vice versa, we go with the whole, no, I'm not going to do that. If she <laughs> went in there and somebody got a report and it was her walking in there, would he have taken that nightclub out and put a gun on a woman? No, most likely not. So it's personal bias and he was a scared well, little bee. Well, okay. Now, if you're telling, if you're telling me what this woman actually was maybe I mean, she was six one. She wasn't a big woman. She was she was six one. She right. Was a picture case thing. <laughs> well, and if if he saw your eye, if that's the word. That's okay. What the judge said. Okay. That's what the judge said. Okay. Like, so I refuse so, to believe in the matter of when this started until where he was in, in police custody. You couldn't tell had, he was clocked. My lawyer, my lawyer got the the video of the in the actual police car. My eye already swollen up, so it was very evident it happened. So stupid. Okay. Yeah. So it's swollen from uh, from day one. So this. So guy, what do you think's happened? This guy felt intimidated immediately, and yes, whenever man. you said, whenever he went click, and you said, "Sir, you need to stop," he felt threatened instantly like, because of that comment, and. Because now of, I got no, no, no. gun in my face. Because of stature, let's just get it here Josh, on the screen. Stature. The cop made that comment. Oh, right. the, sir, you need to stop. Correct. 
Oh, I thought you said him. that you said that at when he went click. No, that was when he no. pulled the gun. Okay. I just kept walking past him. Okay, so he said Okay, okay, so at this point he felt threatened that you might be doing something. So you okay. said earlier, understand I wasn't outside. I was actually in the store. You were in the that store. That was back when they had the phone cards on the end cap where you could buy the phone cards and charge them up. Okay. I, thought, I walked past him. I was trying to get the car. I had my cell phone. He I can't, was trying to get a car to get a ride. Oh back my the gosh. Dorms. Okay, see all these details. I, I, I didn't know. To, I, I thought you were in the parking lot. Dorms. No. Like right outside the that's, store. That's what I thought. That's too. where we yeah. got into and I was like, I need to get a car card yeah. on my cell phone. I need to get back Which, to the dorms. Again. That's all I was trying to do. I wouldn't worry about that. I was like, I would see my eye. It's clearly knotted up. Right. So this guy should have, number one, asked a question, and if you didn't provide him with enough detail or whatever, you said, she hit me, I'm going to get my phone or, or get a phone, then he should, have, he should have asked another question. You would think. Right? I mean, were you doing anything threatening to him? I walked past him. I don't know if he thought I was going to walk past him and put in a choke or go to sleep or something. But Okay, ma- okay, maybe, whatever. I think I might but, have told him, hey, I'm trying to get a phone car. I'm trying to get home. Right, so if you if you ma'am, said, ma'am, if you clarified your intentions, then there's no reason why. I can't why. say for sure I said that. I okay. Can't, I can't say I said that. Uh, you, yeah, you may have been in, in, Correct. I might in have been thinking about, yeah. tunnel mode going to get. Thinking, you, thank goodness yeah. I didn't just punch this woman like, out. Get me the hell out of here. I need I'm to get out. Right. I'm okay. going to mess with this shit. Okay, so I don't like beat. Beating a dead horse in this in this case. Well, I'm sorry. I, regardless, I would just like, hey man, you put that up, law man, I'll beat your ass. You know what I mean, right? That's, that's cool. a threat. I mean, no, that's, no, that's fine. That, that that's literally that's a threat. That is uh, assault because now he yeah. feels threatened. Right. So I would get that understanding. Sure. And there's nothing. There was nothing outside of that. Right. And again, like I said, if I would have just said, "Oh, you hit me," and I would just decked her back, I guarantee would have hurt worse and walked out. It wouldn't have been an issue. Right. But so, for, so that was double fold on me. And then the you know the DA is like, oh, we want jail time. I'm like, what? My lawyer's like, don't worry. I'm, the yeah. lawyer knows he's talking. About, I'm like terrified. Yeah, you know I mean, like my well, last. You're 20 like, now. Like, I'm like well, oh my, my career, god, my career. I had to change. I had to change what I want to do. Like, right. I had a double major. I had to end up dropping law enforcement because I can't do right laws because I got charged with assault on an LEO that was found not guilty. Right. What sense does that make? Is that still? Uh, is that still it's on? It's not you? on my record, but because I don't know the proximity of where it occurred. You, do you know? I tried sta- to do my right along. Is there a statute of limitations now? Like you think that there's may no be... limitation? I was found not guilty. No, no, no. But you said you couldn't because of the charge, just the charge the alone. The charge alone. Even after the not guilty verdict, I was still with the charge alone. They wouldn't be doing a ride along in the city next to it. With the charge alone, found not guilty. Yeah. You tell me. What okay. Does that make to you? Well, that doesn't What's make like any sense. Like, hey, he's been charged and beating the police officer. So we don't want him in the cruiser. Yeah. I get that, but that's still affecting. Now I have to go, and, you know, change my slightly alter my major. Yeah. And get. Uh, no, it doesn't make any you sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, again, and again, too many circumstance, too many situational circumstances, or you know, I messed up. I, mean, I should have sued. I should. I'd be a millionaire. Like there was, I'm pretty sure they had cameras when we come in. Like I did nothing wrong. Cameras in the police car. You said the lawyer saw that cameras Snitch, outside the store, shot. right by the in, inside the store. Yeah, yeah, is where you put the carts in. That's right, because that's those me. are right close to the uh, the registers and stuff, aren't they? Well, you got to go through the double doors on top of that. You got the yeah. door, you know, the deal. Yeah, yeah, but it's pretty one. close to it. Oh yeah, yeah. I guarantee there's cameras there. Uh, People probably you know shoplifting, throwing stuff. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, right, it's right. right there. Like I did nothing to this guy, and he's charging me with this, and he's putting through. He's put me through X amount of dollars. Second degree felony. I got charged with a second degree felony for getting punched in my face. Yeah, no, you dev. The lawyer should have definitely told you that you could go after some kind of I don't know why he didn't. compensation. Much I paid him, I'm like, dude, I'll give you, you know, you can take 10%. You take 10, 15% of this couple me, million dollars. Get this money, <laughs> you know? Right, he, should, he, would have had, uh, he would have had that green tongue emoji coming out hey, uh, <laughs> before emojis happen. But, uh, but any, I mean, listen, I... So I'm, so I'm, so I'm just brought that up to understand, like, you got to see both sides of it. Like, this, it's too coin, but it's not, the, it's the not the citizens... 
It's not the citizens. Because, again, that's a prime example. You don't know what the citizens have been through. Yeah. They made went through something traumatic. Yeah. Like, you understand. I'm, See, a, I'm, a very, what... I'm a very volatile person. For me to choke that down, like, I would never hit a female. I was raised better than that. Yeah. That been a dude. Yeah. I would have been in jail. Off of. oh, Somebody would have been in jail. I would have needed it. I, he, yeah. would need, he would need to unclick it. Yeah. He would need to do, keep me stopping from getting on him. Well, see, but a female, I'm not going to do that. So I'm already mad and I feel violated. You know, it's some kind of feeling because, again, if a dude did that to me, right. to this day, if a dude tried to violate me, he's catching his hands. Yeah. I'm just, I'm hot headed that way. Yeah. But I've also been alone. Learn, you never put your hand on a female. Yeah. So I did the right thing. Yeah. I tried, you know, tried to do it. Now I got this guy. And you, pay, uh, and you had to pay for it for no reason. Seven G's, dog. Yeah, that dude. That's, I think I might have like twenty year old. I might have like ninety five hundred dollars in my bank, dude. As a twenty year old, that's like, that's like a couple million. Yeah, was, at least that's how it feels. Those are those are summers working at Swan's Pizza, freaking in right. In transportation, you saving every dollar you can to try to save get, up or try to get ahead. Right, right. Get, get my refund checks, put a little bit of that in there because that's why I got student loans now. <laughs> Twelve hundred in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pay my rent all. You know, What's stack that? it up a little bit. That's now right. that's just gone. That's then, right. We'll have to show for it, man. You know. Oh my gosh. You know. Uh, so that's the other thing that, uh, that that's the biggest frustration for me in the whole systemic racism conversation. I can't see both sides of it legitimately. I can do everything possible to have a conversation such as we're having now. I can do everything to ask questions and try to see perspective, but at the same time, I will never feel the same feeling that a black man will feel in a car being pulled over. I will never have the same anxiety or uh, uh, fight or flight type of response that a black man will have in the same situation that I would have, like if, if I was pulled over and, and, and they were pulled over, I'm, I'm going to have my own, how my dad raised me, um, and I'm going to have conversational uh, secondary or tertiary accounts from conversations I've had from friends or, or just guests on the show or videos or whatever that I've seen. And at that point, like, okay. Those are, to me, those are, it's all perspective based. So my biggest problem with it is that the categories that people are put into, like, I think I have a strong belief that the whole lives matter movements are garbage. All of them are because they, they perpetuate racist type of mentalities not blue lives that's not a racist that's not a racist thing. I, I, no but racist but, type but it's tied to if you believe in blue lives matter you automatically tied to white supremacy because that's what that, that's, no, that's what our true. media's done right. am i wrong that's true right that's no, what our media they've has tied done. it directly you got to be here or here again we talk about uh, and when i say it's true i mean no that's perception i'm not saying 100%. it's literally yeah. true but. everything yeah, if you yeah. agree with blue lives matter oh you don't like black people right, that right. Make any, what it don't make what no if you're sense. Black cop? What if your what if your husband's a black cop or your father's a black cop? So exactly. Now I don't like black people or cop, or I like cops because of my family's one, and now I don't like. Black like people. I'm sitting like, back thinking, lives get matter, that box so we can check it. Uh, yeah, duh. Every clearly, like, that's why murder is illegal. That's racist. <laughs> right. You can't say all lives matter. I didn't it's say racist. all. I just said blank. Like blank. That's lives including. Matter. That's including all. Well, absolutely it is, but I've said it's, it all, it's all garbage because and black. But, but you're, using, you're using common sense. You can't do that. Right. Right. No, exactly. So if you yeah. say all lives matter, that doesn't include, because of the now, arguments, that this, doesn't from include from the black, black lives. Right. Because from a black it was, man's perspective, in, in, right. that's like the, when it came out and the way that it came out, 
it was in timing such as, well, duh, all lives matter. So y'all just in the bucket with everybody else. Right. Right. But again, why, why, again, advertising and media, why do black sensationalized people the whole time? And why is it sensationalized? Because it's going to sell dollars and it's going right. to be fear porn. No and what it is. like you've seen, uh, follow have, the money. Have you seen the BLM, uh, leader or whatever being Which arrested one? for the $200 million that he's, he's taken off the top or whatever for houses and guns. Did he and, just, didn't he just become the leader? Did oh another one retired to the three, know. four, yeah. And then houses? you got, yeah, you got another in, chick. The, she, I think she was in the, the white neighborhood or something that the predominantly white like neighborhood, $2 million a house. And then and when Tamir's rice mother was that Tamir's rice mother said, She's a fraud. Stop using my family's name in order yep. to deepen yep. your pockets. Right. Yep. So people don't realize the sentiment of Black Lives Matters and the movement of Black Lives Matters are not the same thing. Right. They're two no, different. Things. They've been hijacked by nonsense. Right. And then they've also, and then the the opposing Lives Matters movement have been equally as sensationalized because Black Lives Matter excludes me because I'm a white man, and. Uh, white lives matter excludes you because you're a black man, but all lives matter excludes black people because it was made in opposition of black lives matter because it offended. Honestly, I've never seen a white lives matter thing before. No, Maybe he's just one. he's just saying it. Yeah, oh, no, no, I'm just I'm just I'm just yeah because uh, no, you can't you said, can't have a movement that says white lives matter They'll right burn because you then you're then you're a white <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that. Yeah, probably I would advise that. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> uh, but the blue lives matter came out. And that's pretty much why lives matter, right? That's why? what they say. And why? then why? 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 Because the media is trying; they've right. beaming into right. Yeah, black person, white cop, blue, white, same thing. And, or or and all the or, statistics and they get you, and they get you both ways. Oh, if, if you're black, you're black cop, and blue lives matter, you're a coon or a sellout. That's right. right. Yeah. That's right. And you're so, not really black. They're getting everybody. You know how many people have everybody? Oh, how many black people have come out with with unpopular opinions? And they, and they go, shame "Well, you're they you're not them. really black." Yeah, they get what? like race shame. And no one comes to and no one comes to their or aid. something. Yeah. No one comes to, black or white. Or any other no one comes to their aid. Well, like, white hey, white people white people do, but then we're told that our opinion doesn't matter because we're not black. <laughs> so then that's that. the so then that's the problem. Up, boy. Well, so yeah, uh, you're just saying that because that's that's one of your front, that's one of your coons is relay your message so right. you know. It's all backwards. Like it, no one thinks for themselves. Exactly. It's like so, microwave dinner. So I don't want to think. They say these crazy dinner. things, and if you're black and don't agree with them, you're not really black. Nope. And if you're not black and you don't agree with them, it doesn't matter because you're not black. But like if you, you can't. If you're white, you're <laughs> an ally kept in arm's reach. Yeah. And then if you're white, disagree. You're absolute racist. Yeah. Right. It's, you it's, can't win. It's the, right. Sensationalism. And but that's the other thing is, this in no way, shape, or form should be a winning argument. Like, there's no game here. I mean, winning from a standpoint of having your voice heard and having. I, your, I know your, what yeah. you, I know what yeah, you no mean. Winning. There's no winning there. But there's, but you there's, can't win. right? You you win. have to, you have to come up with some way to cope with life altogether. You have to understand that that you matter as much as as you, as much as the people around you, and it it doesn't matter who they are it doesn't matter where they come from it doesn't matter what they look like everyone everyone's life has matter to it has importance has value to it and so it's it's too sensationalized it's too uh propagandized which i don't think is a word but i think y'all understand what i mean no Uh, and it's it's made into this this thing where it alienates and that's all that it does, which is now why the whole political spectrum is the way it is. Like everything is being made to alienate yep. one person from his neighbor. Hundred percent. And uh, how do you think society was back in the day when 
people had to rely on their the people around them just to be able to do anything. Like they give government the middle finger and say, "We got each other." Right. I got you. You got me. We're a community. We're going to handle this. Right. You raise pigs and 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 have a tr- an apple orchard. Right. I raise <laughs> cows and and have cornfields. Well, you know what? I'll give you a basket of corn for a basket of apples, right? Hold on now. I heard y'all trading corn and apples. I need some of that uh, taxation going on. Yeah. I need, right. I need a couple of years of corn and Ex- uh, exactly. orchard apples. Oh, but, but now. You because, can't rely on each other. You got to get them involved so they get their cut. And continue right. Continue the perpetuation but, nonsense. But now because you're black and I'm white, uh, black lives matter. So I got to be trading with, with another black guy or, or all lives matter. So I, you know, I got to be making sure I trade with everybody or whatever. Come on, man. Like, See, that's another thing. It, well, you, you got – that. this was not a thing back in the day where it was – now, I want to kind of back up. Back in the day, you know, uh, civil rights and all that other stuff was, was huge, and, and there was the oppression that was literal oppression, right? You had Black Wall Street that got blown up or whatever. When was that? I want to say nine, even nineteen twenty nine or nineteen nineteen. It was it was before nineteen thirty, right? I want to say it was like, I think it was in the teens uh, of nineteen hundred. Yeah, something like that. I want to say that's what I recall. But Tulsa we, bombings, yeah. uh, you know, it's called bombings, right? They don't really talk about the point that bombs are flying from the air. No, I didn't. I didn't know there was bombings. So, Gap I Band, just knew that there the was. Gap Band, being, you dropped the bomb on me. Like Steve used to always play. <clears throat> Those reports kind of yeah, they go team. That's what come hat, from it, but that's where that's where it originated. Okay, you dropped the bomb on me. I mean, this so because the devastation wasn't caused by fires; they were obviously caused by some kind of explosion, whether it be planet or aerial. Like, right? There's more to it than that. Yeah. But my point is, is that we had this. There was obvious oppression because we had this uh, successful boom after slavery had been ended and kind of come back from to a point. I mean, what that was 1850s. Uh, 65 when it's totally over. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so then it, 60 years later, roughly, uh, which is a lot of a generation or two, right? In the mix now, having success and then literally their success was, was taken out from I wouldn't say two generations of success because you got to think about the, No, it being involved in it. So like you had yeah, yeah. grand, you had the oh, grandparents. The, the generational yeah, participants. You had sure. the, you had the parents and then you had kids Imagine who were. Imagine a learning curve though from oh. no one just, you got everything, everything care of. Now you have to go out for yourself and figure out how to run a business, what is profitable, what's not. And then training your, your right. Kids I mean, if you think that, of, you know I mean? if you think of a 60 year, uh, complete ignorance of, of that system, Right, they just came out of slavery. They had no; those who did had no real concept of capitalism or no. or business or finance. They had a skill how to do certain things, like you said, in right. order to right. They right. had to learn it, and, fail at it, and right, and then teach it. it, and then teach it, and then rinse, lather, repeat. Correct. To be able to have the success that was now, obviously, nineteen ninety. We don't. We weren't there. Right, so we don't know what that level of success was outside of reports, um, but it wouldn't be significant unless it was significant. Like it wouldn't be an event unless it had some significance to it, right? But you have black-owned businesses, you have like a whole society of black-run things that was doing well, and then you have, of course, the white man didn't like that, right? Because they're they're still coming out of like. This was the dumbest, to me, this is the dumbest thing, and it's all cyclical. 
It's all cyclical, even up to now. Like everything is like coming round, and it's just it seems like it's just taking longer. But the people who lost their indentured servitude, hmm. right after slavery was in the emancipation or whatever, right? It, it, a lot of the the older generation of slavery stayed as indentured servants because they had nothing else that they could do or like what are they going to do they have 20 years left they have 30 years left on lifespan maybe you know depending i don't know what the life age was but but the younger who had some hopes and dreams they they took chances right and were successful well now you have this this generation of people that lost money Ultimately, they lost success, they lost power or prestige or whatever you want to call it because of this situation that got completely blown up after the Civil War. And so now you have these people like trying to take retribution on people that were the benefactors of, of the Civil War. Not, not people who were the initiators of the Civil War, but people who were the benefactors of it, right? So these former slaves, now business owners, and and a couple a generation of, of business owners, right? They they just benefited from this release. But these people are now like playing the victim, who come after them like there's no reason why they should have that because I don't have it now, and it's one hundred percent cyclical in my opinion. Everything turned to victim culture, like it, it still is right now. Right? Who were the victims back in the 1800s? African American or Africans, right? They literally came from Africa, right? Who were the benefactors then? Slave owners. Emancipation happens. The benefactors and the victims kind of switched. Oh, we're ruined. You know? Yeah, right, exactly. We, is- we lost it all. You know, this was the government took it from us or what all, all this other stuff. And so they have this victim mentality now and they have to seek some kind of retribution. So they're like, let's just blow up all the stuff they have. Which now it's it's not the same, obviously, because not with explosives. Right. Exactly. With technology. I'll blow up their with social media. Well, yeah, with the exactly. their uh yeah, their livelihood. Right, exactly. That's what you said. It's 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 all cyclical and it's stupid because everybody's trying to get to gain off of somebody else's loss, right? Everybody uh, is trying to 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 find that little niche where they know that they can they can extrapolate or something something from somebody they can take it from them uh, because they were owed it. And it and you know that doesn't matter who that is, it's all it all boils down to victim culture, right? And this is not new. Um, the same thing. It's more prevalent right now. Right. It's just it's more. Uh, who who knows about it now? How many people knew about Tulsa back in the day? I've known I've known blacks that grew up in Oklahoma and had no idea about that. Right. That's my point. I mean, I've been knowing about it for like forever, but yeah, it's like, dude, you grew up like. Right. Two hours from here, you had no idea. You had no idea. Uh, well, but even still, back in the day, who knew about it? People who got the newspaper. Right. And then they knew about it, what, 10 days after it happened? Or whatever. Now, it may have been a regional thing. Uh, or then the further it goes out, the more the, the facts change. And the, exactly. The whole yeah. game of telephone, right? Right. And then now, who knows about something that happens? Let's just say, let's say white cop, black uh, 
person, right? Uh, TVs, phones, how, radio. how quickly do we know about that situation? Right, down near middle, immediately. Once right, they edit the clip minutes, or whatever, maybe, seconds, yes. right? Yeah. Um, that's that's my deal. Is that it's 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 become so prevalent that it makes it difficult to 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 swallow it all, to just even take it in the news. Get out of here because all you're throwing at me is COVID, and then right. all these right. all these lives matter movements that are that are fighting with each other. Was it like what are we doing? Anyways, I, listen, me and you, me and you, we've gotten into teaching, and so we see everything. We right. see all not every we see all walks of life. We see people who have no parents at the home. We see people who have no dad but they have a mother. We see people who have their they got both but they're fighting all the time. We got right. we see child abuse type stuff. We see drug abuse type stuff. We see rich. We see poor. We see black, white, Hispanic, Asian, and we're miss. I'm sure I'm missing a few. Uh, we even have Bosnian uh, people at school. I had one in my soccer team. One as a manager like five six years ago. I mean, we see all types of people. And to to say that the system is racist is hard for for people in our position to take and then also go to do our job, in my opinion, because maybe it's just, maybe it's me. Maybe it's because I'm a white man, but uh, I was walking with, you know, you remember Ron Hearn? Mm-hmm. Older guy, probably the nicest guy you ever meet, but he's also one of those guys that if you break the letter of the law, you gotta be written up. And he was probably, you know, we have 1,500 write-ups a year or whatever. He's probably responsible for three, a third of them, okay? Um, but I'm walking with him in lunch duty, and he's bald, but it's because he has no hair, right? He didn't shave it. I know the feeling, yeah. Right? <laughs> and so uh, there, were these, there were these two black kids that were standing up, walking around, and he said, guys, the rule is in the cafeteria. You're supposed to go sit down unless you're getting lunch, right? And he's, they're like, what are you doing, you naked skinhead? And walked away from him. And we just looked at each other like, like you're the nicest man on this campus. Like there's there's not another guy here that is nice. Maybe Ben Moore. You know Ben. I mean Ben's oh, who doesn't know Ben? Exactly. There's no there's no stranger for Ben. Ben's the OG of, of, of our school. That's right. And so, but my point is, is that it was unwarranted, but it was also media pushed. This was three years ago, maybe. As it was all during Trump, or it was either three years ago or it was right before Trump was elected. And we just looked at each other like, did you, did you call, did you so say something you to him? You blame the parents or you blame the media? I blame both. The media from, the parents for not telling, distinguishing the fact between media and. I blame, I blame the parents because this, that have type respect of. respect for authority and. Right, just just respect for another. I mean, authority said the rules are the rules. Like, sure, and then that's that's where I see the opposite. Like, I was raised they abide by the rules we're supposed to do, which again, it's not. You shouldn't be one way or another. It is how you're raised. Yeah, but when you when you're being fed, hey, provoke. Again, that's a little yeah, different. Agreed. You know, because uh, I will say this: maybe now, the I have parents been on the other were not side. turning the news off. 
I've been on the other side where I reacted and I've saved some people from going to jail. Not not even myself. Yeah. Just where a cop interacted and I. So hey. that's why I go with like we were talking about you're gonna meet what you're greeted with. Yeah. And that's why I don't really believe, you know, if every cop like, hey, what's going on? Let's investigate what's going on. Right. Obviously you're still gonna have jack wagons who are gonna do stupid stuff. Right. Okay. But I really think that a lot of these cops, they believe that I can do what I want to do because I'm an authority that there's no different from teachers. Right. You meant those teachers like you're gonna do what I tell you to do because I'm the student. Uh, yeah. you're the student, I'm the teacher. Uh-huh. Or the coach says you're gonna do what I tell you to do because I'm the coach. Like you're never gonna have the same interaction, you're gonna have the same success yeah. if you deal with people on a personal level and yeah. act like you got some doggone common sense. Right. You go up to them and say, What's going on with you today? Like Bad so instead, morning, instead of saying, hey, why are you late at all? Hey, is everything all right? Yeah, what, you, you what's going on? How, how can I help you? Uh, is there anything you need? So are you, are you trying uh, to... What's going on here? Are you protecting the servant or are you being an occupational force or something? Right. So you can't deal with like, I'm the law. You're going to deal with the law. And then be mad when people like... Which is, like which, is why, <laughs> which is why the teacher analogy was, was kind of rough to handle because uh, we're dealing with stupid kids teenagers who have no sense about them and they have to have that sense talked into them at the same time if the if the student is instantly aggressive the teacher is fallible and might have a reaction in kind right but at the same time they're the professional so they have had several circumstances where they had a positive outcome from a, an aggressive student or, or you know angry student or whatever. If they're good at what they do, if, right, right, and then but and so at that point in time they have to weigh. Okay, how am I going to react? Right. Well, the cop has to do the same thing. I agree. So at, the, so at least there's onus on everybody. There's there's ridiculous things going on everywhere, and you just have to you have to really put it into perspective. What do you want out of this? So I'm not a teacher. So it's true. Yeah. So, uh, you know, my perspective. So you said earlier, you know, with the way the kids react, you know, okay, well, do we blame the parents? Do we blame the media? <clears throat> I'm not a teacher, but as a parent of five kids, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like I'm qualified in saying this. Neither blame the kids. Uh, because I- I'm just being honest. <clears throat> you can, Raise your kids a certain way. Mm-hmm. You can teach them certain things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're going to do whatever they're going to do. Sure. Now, I think that's, I think that there's a difference here between blame and holding accountable. I think the difference is, is that you hold the kids accountable to the mistakes they made. Absolutely. But you have to look at, in some capacity, you have to look at the parental situation to see if that parental situation has impact or not. If there's two parents at home that are t- teaching the kid to do something and he's he or she's not doing it, okay, blame now reverts to the kid, right. and accountability also goes to the kid. You you have to you have to look at the circumstances as holistically as possible, Correct. which is impossible. Which is the whole argument behind. Uh, you know, hearing a situation that we're not a part of and then trying to make a decision about it. Like, right. that was impossible, talking to Courtney and trying to figure out what was truly going on there. Like, we're making assumptions right there because he was he was there, right? right? Uh, well, we don't know what was going through that cop's mind. We don't know really what was going through his. He's going to say what it was, but 
at the same time, it's all perspective based. Right. So, well, what I was saying was the kid wasn't an option. It was the parents or the media. And I'm like, well, the well, kid, the kid's an option uh, because there are now. I, I agree think, with you. I, I know. I know a lot of kids initially and an option. There are many situations where the, the parents aren't doing their job. Yeah. So there's there's. So that, he said but. you blame the kids. And I'm thinking whenever they whenever they step out of line with an authority figure. And I'm saying I'm saying you blame the parents or the media. No, first. I asked the question: Was it the kid or was it the teacher? You said because it could be. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. You said when a kid, uh, when you say do something, uh, when you said uh, this is the rule, and then they say they back talk the the teacher, whatever. They don't follow the rule, um, and they, you know, they think they should be getting away with it. Do you blame the media, or? You blame the parent, and that's in that scenario with me and her. And we talking about Trump and skinhead and all that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's going to be the influence because it's the influence that, of the parent or the media before, or both. Did you ever see that beforehand? No. How long have you been teaching before that? Seven, at least seven. So years. this is at the spike of polarization within the media, right? Which one is it? So because what the, he the, said, if the parents is that, aren't delaying that and right. explaining, that, hey, this is not how it goes. Right. Then they're both at fault. Right. But they're just letting their kids watch this nonsense without any explanation behind it because they can't comprehend it. As we see, comprehension is not very high in the age group. It's, so gotten, that, it's gotten worse. I see. I see where you're going with that. But. So he said that uh, that the kids should also be to blame, and I said no. The kids should be held accountable. I mean, if the kids a senior, absolutely. I but think, if the kids a freshman. I mean, it's like I, a giant eighth grader. I think you should. I think you should be holding the kid accountable for what they do, and then looking to see where it originated from. Yeah, right. I agree That's with fair. that. Now, if the parents are there, if the parents are, or whether it's one or two or grandparents, who whatever the situation, if they're trying to teach the child not to, uh, to to be respectful. Regardless of the situation, respect begets respect. If you're not teaching that, it's it's on you, parent. If you are teaching that, now it can revert to the kid or to both maybe the kid and the media. And that, and that, the qualification for my statement was I'm not a teacher, right? But I am a parent of five kids, and I and and I know a lot of parents and I know a lot of kids, and I can tell you there are a lot of parents that teach their kids things, but the kids just go do something completely opposite. And it's not the parents' fault. It's right. the kids' fault. They made that decision, whether it was the influence of their friends or whether it was social media or the media or whatever it was. Um, but at the end of the day, <clears throat> they're going to have outside influences Which is their the entire purpose life. of keeping them accountable. So they and have or holding to, them they have to learn to how to make good decisions. Absolutely. So, so anyways. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But at the same time, in our education field, I don't believe we always – hold them to that standard which is kind of terrifying it yeah. is we know that but we're taking less accountability on the kid and we're putting it elsewhere right and he's now you're magnifying that two three fold where when is education going to be better when we continue pushing curriculum or when we start pushing accountability get a time machine because that that place is that's gone said. right it's it's, it's it's 20 years ago 30 mm -hmm. years ago at least and then marty beyond. mcfly go back and see if we can do it again my point is education right now is 100 percent teaching kids how to behave after this year i don't know if we're even doing that no no, <laughs> well, no i know people are, are getting discouraged and stuff i am as well but it's it's so for me i don't care i don't care near so much now as i did 13 years ago if that kid is extremely proficient at math, I care if they work hard and try to do the stuff and know that they need help. 
and then ask for the help. They they have behavioral characteristics when they leave me that they didn't have when they got to me. Because in all reality, you're not going to have a successful life just because you have the knowledge of solving for X. <laughs> or even a, a degree of some sort, which is the most sought after. Yeah, Right. Yeah, yeah. Like, I understand that, that my teaching, or that my subject is a microcosm of their life. What are they going to do when they get a job? Are they going to sit on their butt and hope that they just rake in a paycheck? Which hopefully, yeah. Hopefully they can sit on a computer, type up a couple things, well, and then that, have something go? viral. It was pretty good, wasn't it? I want to hear that again. How'd it go? And so, anyways, that they Apple keyboards and very, very that's right. Yeah, very mechanical clicky. keyboard that yeah. they can uh, <laughs> that they can get something that goes viral or you know or whatever, and good for them if they can come up with something that is amazing. Great, but what's like ninety eight percent of people doing right now? They're having to go to a job, a nine to five. And working for others. They're working for someone else. Mm -hmm. They're trying to keep hours, uh, maintain salary, maintain days worked, et cetera, and, and provide a steady income. Well, that's essentially what I want the kid to do in my class. I want him to show up and try to do the work. If he gets it wrong, he gets it wrong. But he's not going to sit there and do nothing and expect to pass. Same thing in a job. You're not going to sit there do nothing and get paid you know what i'm saying unless there's a pandemic and the government's sending think, out checks you shouldn't <laughs> but people are definitely doing exactly i right. know people I are know. doing that, <laughs> that in order joke. to keep maintain a republic they shouldn't be doing it but i agree with you yes right. your point is which is kind of terrifying it is it, it, that's my point like education uh, right now is i'm telling you is not to show about, up and get what you get right it's not about the subjects performance anymore performance or anything oh my god it's I'm it's it's terrible you. And then and you look at that because we're setting up, we're setting up, we're setting up civilians and citizens to be like, "Hey, where's it at? When's yeah. the next one coming?" Yeah. But now that's happening already. Let's go open and the we're mailbox. Putting another, we're putting generations on top of that. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the it's the fifteenth. You're supposed yeah. to get through the fourteenth. Uh, this is bullcorn. Yeah, my, yeah. my, my direct deposit didn't hit. I'm gonna need to, uh, I'm gonna need y'all to double it today. <laughs> kind of scary. It, it's it's really it's, but that's the thing. All these things to me are are frightening. Everything we talked about, nothing's objective. Far you got to jump, do these things, check these boxes in order to get to where you want to go. Right. right. If we want to be teachers, we have to, we have to get a degree. We have to make sure our certifications up. We have to make sure our PD hours are up. And there's nothing subjective about that at all. You have to check you do it the or box. You, don't. you right? do it or you don't. And so, listen, I get, I get. You know, feelings are what they are. But cancel culture is is a is a uh, a byproduct of this subjectivity that is everywhere. But why do we cancel certain things and don't cancel other things? I think it goes back to well, it goes who's back to doing the money. The well, goes what back serves to the money. what serves the overall agenda of whoever's pushing this, right? Mm -hmm. And if you got the most money, your agenda is going to do the most the most spreading. Yeah. Mm. Uh, old Trey Scott said, uh, "All of us are them, and all of them are us." Don't know if you came just came up with that on the fly, but it's rather profound. Wow, respect. Yeah. Uh, he. Do you know Trey? Trey, Trey Scott, I don't think so. He's the he's currently assistant principal at Hudson Middle School. Okay, so, Hudson Hawks, shout out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, wow. Anyways, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's a frequent guest. Okay. Uh, by the way, Trey, if you're listening, uh, gotta gotta mark you down for another another visit here. <laughs> anyways, that's to me. All these things are scary because they're all leading down a very similar path, yes. rabbit hole yes. of of, uh, of last, nothing good. Of nothing good. 
I talked last class. Uh, last class. <laughs> <laughs> Get them teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last last episode, Jason was here, and it was just an episode of advice. And uh, I, I came across this thing. I'm gonna say it again because it's awesome. Uh, uh, hard times make great men. Great men make great times. Great times make weak men. Mm-hmm. And it's it it's cyclical. Like everything is. All this stuff that's going on, it's coming full circle. Uh, back in the 20s or whatever, tw- I'd say the 20s through the through the 60s, that gap of individuals which are now starting to die or be very old, right? You're you're talking Great Depression, World War One, mm. World War Two, civil rights, got it out the mud, right? Right. right. All these people are <laughs> hardcore people now. They they're, they're just they don't take any garbage they, they do so much they, oh my god they do what they have to do to be where they want to be right. well those people taught our parents mm-hmm. right and so our parents became great men or whatever based on that and now we have some great times because of all that that just mm-hmm. happened well who's responsible for these kids that expect at the handouts all these all i mean this is us our age this is the parents that are our age raising these kids like these kids don't know how to use tongs Uh, i mean i i have this example my daughter I, i made some some stuffed peppers one time and wrapped them in bacon and they didn't really they didn't hold their shape. Got didn't put enough toothpicks or something in. It didn't put enough bacon in. I don't know what it did. But she liked the first one that I made. So a, a couple weeks later, I made another one. And I said, hey, Tara, dinner's ready. I put a plate over by the side. And uh, it was only me and her eating it because the other girls are picky. And uh, and I put the tongs in there. I used them. And I, I got me a pepper, put it on my plate. And she's like, how am I supposed to get this out? I said, uh, you see those? You see those things right there? <laughs> they're like, they're like a little hand that won't get you greasy or burn you or whatever. Like you, you squeeze them, lift and place. Like that's how you do it. And uh, and listen, I don't know if she didn't see them or whatever. She saw how greasy they were. I, I don't know the circumstance, but at the same time, I'm sitting like, I almost said, go watch a YouTube video of how to get your food out of the pan. Right. You know, how do you, how to use kitchen utensils? And it's like, it, it, it shocked me. That's a, that's a small, small scale of what we're watching, of what we're looking at. Anyways, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense right now why the kids are so dependent outside of the parents are just giving everything to them and not expecting anything from them. I agree. And so it goes into discipline. It goes into self-discipline. But what happens when the parents also become the same kind of expectations are coming from the educational system where they spend more time than with the parents? It's 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 doubly folded. It's just a different, it's another cycle, man. Like it just, it Uh. keeps coming back and biting you in the tail because there's no, you said earlier, there's no winning when winning isn't even the concept we're going after. We're just trying to, we're just trying to 
to uh, improve right. them. We're just trying to help them along, get them to where they need to be. That's well, not life. There's winners and losers. Look at the stock market. Right. If you look at the stock market, no one cares if he participated. It's your money's gone. Yeah. Well, I, I <laughs> no. listen, hey, I heard a, I heard a quote from Hulk Hogan. It's not about winning and losing. It's about how you win and how you lose. Right. Uh, every great lesson comes from failure. You don't you don't learn lessons if you're always winning. You just you just expect to win. Well, what do these kids now expect? They expect to win. They expect to have what they want. Or they, they expect want, they to be want recognized. their participation trophy. Mm-hmm. Is right. 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 And, and some of that that's good enough for winning for some people, just being a part of that. That's fair. I'm here for the show, so hey, give me my give me my dues. Right. That's fair. And that's well, guys, listen, hot button topics. We appreciate you for listening as long as you have. Two and a half hours. It went a little long, but uh, yeah, it, it flew because uh, because it was, I told you guys, it was a good conversation we had the other day. And I don't even know if we scratched some of the surface of what we talked about last time. We I, did not. But uh, I mean, we did we a little. We 2.0 here. But, yeah. uh, but anyways, all these, all these things, if you can sit down and have a conversation that is legitimate where both parties, I don't, you got a little heated at one point in time because of your personal experience, you got a little heated because he wasn't listening because he was heated about his personal experience <laughs> and y'all were going at it. But at the same time, neither one of you were malicious in any way. Like y'all were still trying to communicate, which is what everything here needs to be. All these hot button topics needs to just have a conversation about them. A conversation where both parties or all parties involved, I don't care if they're heated. But are they, are they contributing? Civil. Are they civil? Are they disciplined? Are they looking at? Are they trying to have the same perspective? Like trying to gain perspective? Or are they just focused on their own? Because at that point in time, it's not a discussion. It's an argument, right? Anyways, these are great conversations to have. As teachers, it's a little scary at times because of how much the microscope is. Cancel culture. Uh, right. So Cancel my student loans, fam. Right. Let's let's, let's, let's just, out of here. Let's just do that. <laughs> Sally Mae, don't ever I'm gonna get restraining orders. Right. Don't even talk to me. But my but my point is is that you gotta have the dialogue in order to get along. You gotta have the dialogue in order to understand anybody else that you may be around. I don't care if they're white, black, Hispanic, it and I don't care who they are, you have to have the dialogue or you have to be at least willing to have the dialogue in order to get by. Uh before we go, you guys have anything else for today? Or like, like, stay tuned for round two. Yeah. Okay. Round I'm, good. Two. I'm good for Next round time, two. round two Let's will be it. Chris versus Courtney. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll just be back there like, whoa, wait, hold on. Let him finish. We're on the same side. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to say. We're on the say. same side. We're on the same team. That's good. And Chris, I, I got to, you know, I just want to say that I was so passionate because I think that what I went through, that really changed out. I, I, I understand. I was going to go into law enforcement. Yeah. That totally turned my life around. I was like, yeah. okay, it's what can I do to get a degree, get the hell out of here and get back yeah. to Texas? You know what yep. I mean? So. And that's and I and I do I, I respect, listen I'm not one of those people who are like all oh, cops are bad I not at all I know some great cops I've run across some really crappy ones that's the pockets but people, we're talking cops as actual people when you take the badge off and talk to them they're people just like everybody else yeah and all they want to do all they want to do is get along as well that's it and so anyways I mean there's pockets that, there's pockets of of cops that are a holes well, I hope I hope you didn't feel like I was trying to invalidate your experience because I wasn't no so no, I was no, just trying to understand it. And you know, have For a sure. discussion about situations in general. So. We need more of that. Maybe we could be, you know, maybe we could actually be friends one of these days. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy oh, you a hamburger. Oh yeah. my god, that's funny. Hey, but until next time, I am the average Joe Boo, telling you to keep it clean.
I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to flow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. The average Joes are fire when our show is on the wire. When we record, it's not obscene. Oh, cause we keep it clean. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to blow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. I started doing a podcasting show. I turned down, down, down as the voice began to blow. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio. It gets loud, loud, loud in the studio, in the studio, in the studio, in the studio. In the studio.